from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How often do you clean your phone? Uh, every couple of days. Why? You do, huh? Like yeah. when, and when I say clean, when you say clean, what do you mean clean? Like, what do you, like, are you using the bottom of your shirt to take off the fingerprints or no, using like something a, um, to clean it? I have like a, um, a spray. You do? Yeah. And um, microfiber cloth yeah. that I use and wipe it down. Wow. Just get the fingerprints off and stuff like that. Wow. Why? That's crazy. Well, How often do you clean yours? Like with a with like a solution, mm-hmm. zero. Oh, zero. I would say most people zero. So this is more right. you. When do you clean your phone? Zero. Zero. Okay. So, eight uh, percent of people said that they clean their phones daily. Fourteen mm. percent said they do it less than one month. Sorry, eight percent of people said that they never clean their phones. Fourteen say they do it less than once once a month. And uh, 26% of people say that they do it daily. No, not daily. Yeah, daily. Maybe you, once a week. Maybe. I, I've, I've, done so, I've, I've done something with a phone, and I started doing it even when I had a BlackBerry. Okay. And nobody had ever seen me doing it until maybe like last year when Catherine caught me doing it. Which is? And I, and I, don't, even, and I don't even really know that I do it sometimes. Okay, hold on. Let me see. So here, so, so and it, this is like a cleaning. So sometimes, uh, if I have a, if I have a something on my phone screen, yeah, right, and it's like you know sometimes it's a hair or a piece of dust, you can blow it off, swipe it off. But sometimes there was something on your hand or whatever your phone touched something, like chocolate, and it's like a, like almost like a film, like crusty mm. on your phone. I've been doing something ever since I had a BlackBerry and had never been caught doing it, and then I started doing it just without even knowing that I did it. Just which, have it. Which just have it, which is if my phone is dirty and there's nothing on there, uh-huh. I take my phone, I hold the screen to my face, I stick up my tongue, and I lick the whole thing. No, you don't. And then I wipe it off. I dry it off at the bottom of my shirt. No, you don't. You're disgusting. I, I can't work with you anymore. <laughs> yeah. That is gross. Yeah. I'm so glad we have plexiglass in here separating yeah. us. Yeah. That you lick your phone? Yeah. Yeah. To clean it. I also do it with, I also do it with, um, with sunglasses. Oh my I'll God. take I'll take sunglasses. I'll take sunglasses and put the the glasses sideways in my mouth, and then lick the bottom lens, and then flip them and lick the inside of the lens, and then clean it with my and, and with then, your phone, cl- like clean it with the my places shirt. that your phone, the surfaces that it touches. Yeah. Like you may wipe it on your shirt, you may wipe it on your jeans, yeah. you may lay it on the table, yeah. you put it in your pocket, you put it yes. in your bag. Yes, correct. You then lick it, yes. but you don't clean it. That is cleaning it, though. That's no, but how, you lick it. Yeah, but I clean it. That's and cleaning it. And then it goes through the motion that yeah. phones do yeah. every single day, right, yeah. in your life, yeah. and then you lick it again. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. you kiss yeah. your girlfriend I, with I, that I, I, I treat my phone the way my cat treats his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, this is Roz and Mocha. Uh, hey, guys. I didn't know I would get it. Wow. What's going on? Uh, uh, all good. Just want to, you know, say hi to you guys. Oh, what's your name? Uh, my name is Lijo. What's going on with you today? Nothing much. Uh, it's been oh, happy New Year, guys. 
Oh, happy new year to you too. It's been going good. I just want to say hi to you guys. I mean, I thought 2020 was going to be my lucky year, but, uh, you know. No, man. <laughs> That's, That's okay. There's always 2021, brother. Yeah, I know. The thing is, I used to believe in, uh, you know, numerology. So 22 or 4, you know, is kind of my lucky number. Uh, so, yeah. and I was like, so sure, 2020, this is it. And oh, no. But you know, that, you know that stuff's garbage, though, right? <laughs> yeah, now I do. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so what is, so these, because I'm not familiar with numerology, these particular numbers, when these years hit, it's supposed to be, if you believe in it, are supposed to be good years for you? So this is what my dad told me. So I was born on 22nd of November. Yeah. All right. So he, I don't know where he got it, but uh, he told me 22 is your lucky number. Two plus two is four. So four is your lucky number. Even one plus, even 13 should be my lucky number, to be honest. Uh, but it used to work before, but now it's like, after last year, it's like, wow. So you don't believe in it anymore? Oh, no, no way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I told my dad the same thing. Don't, don't, don't believe in those crap. <laughs> oh, what would, you, would your dad say after believing it for so long? Oh, now he agrees with me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> he said he was wrong, and that's the first thing he said. He, some, he admitted something is wrong. Right. It's like it's yeah. it's like astrology. It's like psychics. It's like it's they they know people who specialize in numerology. They know how to manipulate you in a psychological way to sort of get you to buy into this, right? Uh, I know. Really looked into it. I just believe my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, Lee Joe. So do you do you read your horoscope? Do you follow that kind of stuff? Once in a while. The the issue is I'm I'm still not sure what I am. My zodiac sign. Again, I, on some of it, number twenty two is shown as cusp, and on some of it, it shows me as Scorpio. Yeah, you're either so, Scorpio or Sagittarius. So let's say with today, what are you going with? Uh. I would like to say Scorpio, but I don't have much traits of it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with Sagittarius then. Let your curiosity drive all your decisions today, and you could end up in some very interesting places. There's no certain path or direction to follow. Toss out your usual routine and go adventuring as much as you can. Even if you only have an hour to spare today, do something different. It's time you checked out what's going on with the rest of the world. You'll get some bright ideas for new projects or travel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just keep my ass at home. Sorry, guys. I, I, I just don't believe now. <laughs> do you now, Mocha? Do you? Do you? Aries. Let's see here. Just like peanut butter and jelly or Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire, you and your best friend make an excellent combination right now. Bruh, that's us. Oh, come on. Go. That's us. Okay, now do me, do me, do me. What am I, Scorpio? Yeah, Scorpio, I think. Hold right? on, wait, wait, let me finish with this. Oh, you're not done yet. You no, got more? The two of you generate wonderful energy when you get together and people enjoy watching you in action more than you might realize. Acknowledge this attention and go ahead and play up to it. Charm everyone and work that dynamic duo magic. It makes Ooh, everyday activities so much more go. fun. Bro, you can't tell me you don't no. believe that. That's okay, you on yeah, I right you're there. Right. I'm convinced now. I'm convinced. Come on, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm convinced. Okay, what, what are you again? Uh, uh, what am I, Scorpio? Yeah, Scorpio, I think. Wait, no, you can either be Scorpio or Libra. Yeah, Libras are loads, though. I don't oh, want to okay, be a Libra. So you be Scor- yeah. <laughs> okay, someone as charming and fun to be around as you can't let one little no get you down. Oh. Rejections happen. The only way you can avoid them is to never take any risks. And how boring would life be if you never stuck your neck out even the littlest bit? Tell me about it. Take this as an excuse to lavish some well-deserved attention on yourself. Excuse <laughs> me. Not just today, right? Everything I just said about uh, <laughs> uh, about astrology and numerology, I take back. There's more. Take it all back. Splurge on something you've had your eye on and transform your newly available social time into precious solo time. When I'm wrong, You're I'm wrong. Guaranteed to enjoy yourself. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll, I'll admit that I'm wrong. Can't I was wrong about it all. Real. Dude, that's 100% accurate. That is me. Have a great day, Lee Joe. Thank you. Uh, you guys want to ask me who's my favorite? Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Ross Weston. You just say me? You did my first and last name? Yep. Wow. Is that what the numbers said? <laughs> 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 much love to you, brother. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There's a woman named Megan Westcomb who tweeted something. And she's from L.A. And her tweet took off, dude. And she doesn't have, like, a huge following by any means. She's got, like, 323 followers. Oh. But she tweeted something that got 4.5 thousand replies, 18.7 thousand retweets, and 137.7 favorites. Uh, Thousand. 137.7 thousand favorites. Phrases to retire forever. Okay. And this is her list. And then other people started chiming in with what they think as well. So phrases to retire forever. Number one, I did a thing. Oh, God. Number two is a word that you have shown your distaste for. Oh, For a really long time since people started using it. But phrases to retire forever, number two on Megan's list is adulting. Oh, God, yes. Number three on her list is, I'm not crying, you're crying. Right. Number four on her list is, I'm just going to leave this here. Right. Number five is simply this. Yes. Number six, so that happened. Right. Number seven, calling somebody my person. Yes. Number eight calling your pet your fur baby oh right so (laughs) gross that sounds so gross too fur baby is such a gross word i don't mind that one oh i don't mind if that phrase if if those two words in that combination stick around i'm good with it no number nine on her list is all of the feels and number 10 is the struggle is real again these are phrases to retire according to megan westcomb from la yeah Also, can I throw one in there real quick? Of course, absolutely. The amount of times that I will scroll through Twitter Mm -hmm. and see somebody tweet something followed by, that's it, that's the tweet. Like, over and over and over and over again. So the replies started coming in to Megan, right? Yes. And somebody provided their list. Yes. Number two on their list is, Is, that's it, that's the tweet. Right, yeah, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Number one on their list is asking for a friend. This person also replied with, hold my beer. Yeah. And then this is, they're all kind of like in the same line of language. They all mean the same thing. So when somebody says, 
one more time or louder for the people in the back or for the cheap seats (laughs) from the cheap seats. Wow. (laughs) Uh, The phrase of keep calm and sure. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry, not sorry. Yes. yes, Not going to lie. Living my best life. Right. Which I love that phrase. Living my best life. Hell yeah. Really? Mind the situation, bro. You used that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Leave me alone. I'm just living my best life. (laughs) Spirit animal is another on this person's list. Yeah. Uh, this one I I kind of agree with. I was today years old when. Oh God, yes. And finally on this list of uh, phrases to leave behind. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Right. I yes. Thank you. I have to get a hold of this. But we agree on everything. Me and this woman, whoever wrote that tweet, we could be best friends. She could be my person. <laughs> She's definitely my spirit animal. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Taylor dropped the deluxe version of her new album last night. Was mm-hmm. it last night that it came out? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people are saying that on one of the tracks, she's taking shots at Scooter Braun. Ooh, which one? Oh, oh. Because if you remember, Scooter, the whole thing with Taylor's Masters and the big machine label and all of this stuff where he sold Taylor's Masters for, I think it was like $300 million or something like that. Um, So this song is called It's Time to Go and take a listen to it and the lyrics and then we'll discuss. 15 years, 15 million tears, begging till my knees bled. I gave it my all, he gave me nothing at all, then wondered why I left. Now he sits on his throne in his palace of bones, praying to his greed. He's got my past frozen behind glass, but I've got me. That old familiar body ache that snaps from the same little breaks in my soul. I know when it's time to go. Sometimes giving up is the strong thing. Sometimes to run is the brave thing. This is for sure about Scooter Braun. (laughs) She might as well have just done this. Scooter Braun, this song's about you. Horrible douche. I hate you. Right? right? Yeah. Like, come on. There's no way that's not about Scooter Braun. <laughs> no. Like, without mentioning his name, <laughs> yes. that is as clear as day. 15 years, 50 million, 15 million tears, begging till my knees bled. I gave it my all. He gave me nothing at all. Then wondered why I left. Now he sits on his throne in his palace of bones, praying to his greed. He's got my past frozen behind glass, but I've got me. Is, like, the, is the song like? Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit. It's even a bit on the nose for Taylor. Like she's even usually a little bit more a little co- bit more covert. Sly, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like blatantly without saying, "Hey, Scooter Braun, listen yeah. to this." Scooter Braun, <laughs> like songs about you. Scooter Braun, songs about you. Horrible douche. I hate you. Right? Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So a male TikTok star, male makeup artist, influencer TikTok star. Oh, okay. Checking all the boxes. Has had to apologize to Kim and Kanye. Now, if you remember, the story last week was that 
Kanye, the rumor was that Kanye had been hooking up with Jeffree Star and then Jeffree Star did a couple days of trolling and then he just came out and said no. Yeah. And the whole thing was just done. But this all started because somebody on TikTok said that Kanye was in Wyoming hooking up with a very popular male makeup influencer. And everybody just assumed Jeffree Star because Jeffree Star also lives in Wyoming. And he's the biggest. And he's the biggest. So now enter Cole Kerrigan. Cole Kerrigan, very much a TikTok makeup influencer. Mm -hmm. And he decided to throw himself into this. And he posted saying, not confirming or denying these texts between me and Kanye's security guard. What? So let me see pictures of this guy. Oh, yeah. Kanye's type. (laughs) Stop it. I'm saying, dog. (laughs) And he reshared a tweet on his account where somebody threw out the allegation that he had an affair with Kanye. So... What he posted was a, I guess, alleged conversation between himself and Steve Stanoulis, who is Kanye's security guard. Oh, yeah, I know Steve. Yeah, so Steve. And then immediately they got a cease and desist letter. And in oh, order Steve, to not up, in bro. order to not get dragged through the courts, mm-hmm. he was ordered to apologize to Kim Kanye and Steve in a public video. And Steve didn't have to apologize? No. Oh, so, Steve. That's so, not going to look good so on your year this interview. Is, this is my favorite. So, list, so again, okay, cease and desist, lawyers involved, yeah. like heavy hands are coming down on you. They're like, listen, if you don't want to get dragged into this, uh, you got to give a public apology, like from the heart, say what you did wrong, own up to it, uh-huh. and then we can all move on. The apology has to be to Kim, Kanye, and to Steve, yeah. the bodyguard. And so this is what you got. Okay, since I stirred the pot more than I already was for absolutely no reason, here's a lawsuit from the bodyguard for leaking personal information. It says right here, in order for me to stay out of court and not get sued, I have to issue an apology to Mr. West and Kim Kardashian West. So, hi Kim, if you're watching this, I'm so sorry. I honestly did this for the simple fact that your husband voted for Trump, and we simply can't have that clownery in America, so you're welcome. Second of all, I hope this doesn't ruin the chances of me getting on the KKWPR list, because I've been dying for those contour sticks. (laughs) Third of all, we all know Christian or purposely leaked this divorce information to every news article three days before the last day of filming keeping up (laughs) nice apology huh (laughs) here we go the Roz and Mocha show podcast hey Sam hey how's it going good all right it's Roz and Mocha Sam tweeted us Roz okay and I know how much you love talking about like food and cooking and anything in and around that world yes we're not talking about that because Sam had a dream about you what the hell um I know how much you love talking about dreams. Oh, God. Uh, Sam said, I just had a dream that Roz from the Roz and Mocha show was trying to sell me beads over the phone, and I totally caved. (laughs) (laughs) So so in your dreams, I'm a bead salesman? (laughs) I don't know, man. Like, were they they magic beads? No, just just regular, like, I I was making bracelets. And somehow I ended up on the phone with you. I don't even know how I knew it was you. Oh, you were um, already beating? And then after <laughs> your phone rang and Ross was calling to sell you more beads? 
Yeah. Okay. But, so, question and, for you. But he wanted some unruly prices, too. Like, what was, that, what was like, I asking? Like, I don't know, but I just remember being like, oh, I should not be paying this right now. But, like, <laughs> I, I was just, I was, he was hustling me. I was. Uh, okay, but do you bead in real life? No. Oh, that's super weird. <laughs> so, how did that get into your mind, you think? So, I don't know. My girlfriend was making keychains. Like a couple of days ago, so maybe that's just I was thinking about that. Oh, okay, there you go. So, yeah. so you were you're beating in your dream, and then <laughs> and then I just call you on your phone, and I tell you mm-hmm. that I got a great bead deal. Yeah, yeah, and no, then, not a great deal, not a great. Well, deal. I mean, I'm a, I'm the I'm the salesman here. I probably started off by telling you it was a great deal, and then <laughs> yeah, 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 and then I had to convince you a little bit. Can you remember how much you paid? No, I I wish I wish I could, but uh, I I. I woke up right after this dream and tweeted it because I, I, I don't really remember my dreams. So, like, yeah. I went back to sleep after that. <laughs> Can you remember, was it, like, a long conversation or it didn't take that much convincing for Roz to get you to buy these beads? <laughs> it, it was pretty quick. Yeah, you, wow. came, you came pretty quick, pretty quick I, huh? I feel like I, because I just knew that it was Roz, I was just like, I, I, I kind of have to, like, I'm buying them, you know? Yeah, you didn't want to let them down. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best well I, I, I normally I hate hearing dream stories don't get me wrong I still hated this one but I appreciate <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate you having fun with us on the show <laughs> thank you alright alright Sam yo uh, real quick between uh, Roz and Mocha who's your favorite well I'm the guy that ripped them off apparently so <laughs> oh yeah de- I'm definitely a Mocha guy now yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I won't steal your money don't worry <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Have a great day, guys. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Yo, Zach, welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good, buddy. Uh, so we talked to you back in, like, September, right? Something like that. Yeah, I can't remember exactly when, but... At the time... You wrote us this. My girlfriend's mom keeps my girlfriend's ex-boyfriend around, and we've been together for almost five years now, and she's had this guy around more than me. She also bent over backwards to get her daughter's ex a job at a real estate firm. Uh, and how can I tell her mom to stop communicating with this guy? And this was complicated because your girlfriend at the time was, what was her take on this? Was she reluctant to have a conversation with your mom and also cut him out of the life? So she kind of like took a more, has a more passive aggressive approach to it. Like she doesn't really care because it's like her mom. So she kind of thinks like, oh, it's my mom. She can do whatever she wants. Like, I know her intentions, too, and, like, we both don't want anything to do with that guy, so. Yeah, but wasn't the mom, the mom was, like, inviting the ex-boyfriend over to the house as well, like, when you weren't around, right? Yeah, it's sort of gone away from, like, him being around when when either of us are there, so it's kind of just her mom sort of thing, I guess. Like, yeah. like the mom the mom was, like, real good friends with this guy, and I know that I had said that it's really your girlfriend that needs to step up and tell the mom that boundaries are a must and need to be had in the realities of the situation. And Mocha thought that maybe the mom had a thing for the ex-boyfriend. That's what I think. I still think. So what's the update? You got an update for us? What's the update? So I went to her mom's place not too long ago, just before New Year's without my girlfriend, because I had something that I had planned for New Year's and I wanted to go over like and talk to her mom and basically told her like, Hey, what's, what's up like this is a little weird and she she explained it to me in the sense that 
this kid's mother is not around, so he doesn't really have a mom, and she's just trying to, like, sort of be there for him, I guess. And, like, she knows now how it kind of affects me and, like, how I feel about it. And, like, at the end of the day, I'm not concerned about it anymore because, I like, I kind of get it. But so the news that I have for you guys is that over New Year's, we went to see her dad who lives up north, and... I decided to pop the question. Oh, so you're getting married. Yeah. Hey! hey! That's amazing, Zach. So is the ex-boyfriend going to be your best man? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. You think, you think, you think the mom's going to pressure you to invite him to the wedding? That's conversation I guess we'll have at a later date. But <laughs> <laughs> That's an FML in six months. Oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. Well, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Your problem's not really solved, though. I mean, it is and it isn't. Like, he's not a part of our lives, and that was kind of what I realized was the solution, I guess. Because as long as it doesn't affect her or me, then it's not really that big of a deal, I guess. Yeah, but he's still friends with your mother-in-law, though, dude. That's weird. But how does your girlfriend feel about all this now? She's still, like, pretty much the same? She still thinks it's weird. Like, we both think it's weird, but... We kind of know where her mom's head at with it. Like, I've had a few battles with her mom, but we both know, like, okay, like, she's not trying to, you know, force them back together. It's more out of compassion for this kid, right? Yeah. No, your mom, the mom's wrong. The, mom, <laughs> the mom's wrong. Whether this guy has a mom or not and she feels some sort of obligation or whatever to him, the mom's wrong. Yeah. 100%. Because, or secretly, yeah. secretly, without telling all you guys, <laughs> secretly, maybe the mom really does have a thing for this ex-boyfriend. Yeah, well, we have our theories too, but... Oh, what's which, your theory? Which is what? Well, she has a younger sister, and we think he's sticking around to try and take a shot at her. Who has a younger what? sister? My girlfriend does. No. How old is younger? She's 20. So you think that you're... you're, you're now, fiance's ex boyfriend has a thing for her younger sister. Yeah, and the mom We've is okay, okay with that. that. I don't know. Yeah. You think the mom knows? Know. Are they? And that's are why? they like? Are were they? Are they flirty? Like, does the younger sister talk about him and stuff? Yeah, sometimes. I don't know. The mom's not trying to hook them up, is she? I don't think so. I don't know. Oh. Like, I try to avoid conversations about this guy yeah, at all. Yeah, oh. but the mom's wrong. I'm gonna tell you right now. Even though you sort of understand, and she got to plead her case and everything else, you do not have to be cool with this because the mom's wrong no i know but the way i kind of look at it is like i know my fiance's intentions and i know like where we both are at with it and to me that's that's the number one thing also so i listen to the podcast every single day like while i'm at work and stuff like that and i got a bone to pick with you Roz. oh for god's sake (laughs) go for it you were you were my favorite but that's not the case anymore oh wow you went like I don't remember what episode it was, but you guys were talking about skiing, and then you basically said that people who <laughs> go up on the chairlift and stuff are nuts. Yeah, you lost your favorite privileges for that one. Pal. Why? 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 Because how can you not like skiing? It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're not Zach's favorite because you hate skiing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You have to, okay, you, you have to understand, you have to understand where I grew up. I'm, I'm born a skid. Okay. So skiing was, do you want me to be honest with you? Skiing was something that rich people did. Okay. And, uh. and I've always had like 
a thing against people who ski because it was always just what rich people did. Like pretentious? Like pretentious oh. people. The idea that you can't come and hang out because your family's going skiing. Like, screw you, <laughs> right? <laughs> Here's why. Okay, let me tell you, right? This, I'm, it's all coming back to me oh, now, I right? I nerve. Yeah, you did, okay? <laughs> it's all, yeah, it's all coming back to me now. And then, and then these D-bags would come to school and the move to rub it in people's faces whose parents couldn't afford skiing. They would come to school on Monday after family skiing on the weekend, and they would still have that thing attached to their zipper on their jacket. The tag. Right? The ski lift tag. The ski lift tag. Screw you. I got one on my coat right now. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Bye. Bye. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. What? What's the matter with you? <laughs> Did you see Bow Wow getting clowned on again for no. something he posted on Instagram? Why do people clown on Bow Wow? Because he's he's such an easy target. Okay. He always does dumb stuff. Yeah. And he tries to flex so hard. Right. And just people call him out for it because it's really not that impressive. So the latest Bow Wow news is he posted on Instagram a video and the title or what he captioned was how can i not smile every day okay and he's on a boat with all these women in bikinis okay but the thing is this boat is a hell of small look at this this is a tiny ass boat. <laughs> this looks like a little tiny tugboat right? that he has way too many people on. The, way too many. The Coast Guard would pull you over. <laughs> oh, man. So... I mean, don't get me wrong, okay? That, like, if I have never been more shocked in my life than I was when you start researching the price of boats. Yeah. Okay? Even that boat right there that Bow Wow has way too many Way too many. Way too many people. And it's like leaning on one side because too many people are on one side. No, safety is not a concern. Also, you can't have that many almost naked people in that tight space and not expect infection. People were were saying Bow Wow pulled (laughs) pulled up in the SS Minnow from Gilligan's Island. But even that boat, I'm telling you right now, that's an $80,000 boat. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, so, but it is small. It's small. Somebody said Bow Wow had these females on a Titanic lifeboat. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Uh, so then, in order to like, I guess, I guess in order to try to save himself, yeah. they're like, no, guys, hey, everyone, really, I can get bigger boats. I have more money. Yeah. He posted another photo right. with him on an even bigger boat, but a like a yacht. Right? Right. With a couple of women dancing, not as many people, but just a couple of women dancing in the background. Yeah. But then everyone started clowning him again for that, being like, yo, that boat is docked. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you even going? Like, does the owner of that boat know that you're there taking videos? <laughs> didn't he, didn't, didn't Bow Wow get busted like photoshopping himself into private planes and stuff. That's how the Bow Wow Challenge started. Is that what it was? Yes. Because no, wasn't there? There was. He posted a picture of a private plane with like nice cars in front of the private plane, and then there was a picture of himself in the same thing on a plane. 
but he the picture of him on a plane he is not on that private plane no, he, yeah yeah it didn't so he, match no it didn't match the windows didn't they weren't the same shape windows or anything so he was like <laughs> roll you know rolling up on the on the, the yeah, whatever like, come I don't on man know, you the, don't the, got money the, the, the g3 or whatever the hell you call those things <laughs> g6 uh and then he, the next slide was a picture of him in not that plane yeah right yeah. oh my god why does he do this it's like man just stop posting to social oh what god it's so funny <laughs> but like why do that to yourself i know right <laughs> took another l this is the Roz and mocha show podcast hey maury come on in here my love we gotta talk sex in the city real quick oh my god <laughs> What the world needed was this news. Go ahead. I'm telling you, man, you are the only one that I've seen excited about this news. When I saw this show up on Sarah Jessica Parker's Instagram, I started to cry. You are the only one who's a Sex in the City fan that I've seen publicly say that they're excited about this. So Sex in the City Mocha is going to be revived at HBO Max. I mm. thought you were about to explain to Mocha what Sex in the City was. No, I watched the first three seasons and then I watched both movies. Nah, whatever. And should have been with Aiden. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Ah, uh, that's facts, bro. Carrie Big Bradshaw. Was so much better. Charlotte and Miranda are all back. Plus some of the guys. However, there is no Samantha. Mm. And the vast majority of fans and the vast majority of reaction is that without Samantha, there is no sex in the city. We have known for years that um, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall have been just not warring, but they just don't agree. And I don't particularly think they even like each other. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a clip of Kim Cattrall on with Pierce Morgan from, I think, 2017, something like that. To get any kind of negative press mm. about something that I've been saying for almost a year of no, that that I'm demanding or a diva, specifically Sarah Jessica Parker, is that I think she could have been nicer. Ooh. I really think she could have been nicer. I don't know what her issue is. Ooh, and just like that. Maury. We had a heated discussion last night in my place about this very topic, and we both agree that you need Samantha because it is very funny, but we are very curious to see what they do without her and how they're going to explain her not being there. Wait, so, so how is it a heated discussion? If you're both on the same, <laughs> on the same side. <laughs> I thought heated discussion means you just talked about it for a long time. Like, no. You talked about it for so long, <laughs> the conversation was heated. No. <laughs> could be. It could be. It could sure, be. whatever. It, it could be. Every now and then, I think I'm in Zoolander. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So what, so in your opinion, what are some appropriate ways to explain Samantha's absence from the show? There are two ways you could do it. One, is they'll discuss over coffee how they had a falling out and they don't talk anymore. Right. Like that's a that's a Which very is probably safe, true. No, like in real very, life. No, it is. Right. No, it is true because don't forget the whole thing was is um, Kim Cattrall's hey, calm brother. Down. We're not passed, trying to have a heated conversation in here. Yeah, we we all agree. <laughs> Kim Cattrall's brother passed, and Sarah Jessica Parker said on Twitter mm. how sorry she was for the news, and then Kim Cattrall got very angry at Sarah Jessica saying, how could you say this publicly? You could just phone me. Like it was, she was very upset that she said it publicly. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. They'll just say over coffee going, oh, you know, we had, we're no longer talking. And that's just that. Or you say she died. 
Right. But if she died, then you have to actually kill that character. So in the fans' minds, not being able to properly say goodbye to that character, I think, would lead to even more backlash. But so much time has passed. She's died. They're just going to be like, you know, remember it uh, at Samantha's funeral when you wore... You know, that pink shawl. The one explanation that I heard from one fan was the only way that this makes sense is that if Samantha was murdered and the entire series is based around the other tree trying to the other three trying to solve it. <laughs> That's <laughs> not murder bad. mystery. That's like a murder, murder like a murder, murder mystery. mystery in a city. Yeah, yeah, like it becomes big little lies almost. Yeah. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not into it. Yeah. I say I just leave it. Leave it alone. Yeah, I think it's I think it's tough because it, it there is so much sort of behind the curtainness when it does come to Sex in the City. Yeah, and had there not been just years and years and years of bad blood and animosity, and she said she said, you know, kind of talk between Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall, I think that this maybe would be more enjoyable. But I think that the absence of Samantha and Kim Cattrall from this is just going to be so apparent and yeah. you know the reasons as a viewer of why she's not can there. Like it's in, not even a creative decision. Can you replace her with Vanessa Williams or somebody like that you know, everybody's know. saying that they want? I don't know. I, well, you, could you? I mean, you can. The answer is yes. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, of course. Will it still be enjoyable? I don't know. I don't know. Let's have a heated discussion, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. There's a guy who posted a story on Reddit about wanting to change the time that his son was born last week. Why, for sports? Not for sports. Oh. Uh, he and his wife welcomed their first child at 11.05 p.m. Mm-hmm. on December 31st, New Year's Eve. <laughs> I know why. <laughs> but when filling out the information for the birth certificate... Sneaky, sneaky. He wrote that his son was born at 12.05 a.m. on January 1st. And according to him, in this post on Reddit, he said, 2020 was a crappy year. I'm glad it's finally over, and I don't want my son to be associated with it. This is unfair (laughs) to my son because he only lived in 2020 for an hour. (laughs) And then he gets into a massive shouting match with the nurse and the doctor. And then they took the form that he was filling out yeah. away from him. And then obviously his wife got super mad at him for making a scene at right. that particular moment in their lives. Yeah, some... Welcoming their first son into yeah, the world. Yeah, I mean, there's... Listen, I'm I'm not one to want to play by the rules, you know? I know, you rebel. But I don't think that you can be changing the time that somebody's born. Yeah, there's a lot of things that you can fight for. And yeah. a lot of things you can fight for, uh, you know, what you believe in. Yeah. Something like that, though. Uh, but now that I specific. think about it. But now hang on, I think hang about on. it. Now that I think about it. Well, what? like who else is going to know? No, it's an hour for God's sake. No, but if you left it the What's way it the was difference? for the rest of the kid's life, you could tell the kid you are the best thing that came out of 2020. Sure. You can also say you're the best thing that came out of 2021. Yeah. Yeah. But it's an hour. Why can't you do that? Why can't you? Why can't you? Why? Like, what's the what? What's the? I don't rule? know if like, there's like the any legal. I'm rule. sure there is, but is it real? Does it really matter? So now you're on this guy's side. Like, does it really matter? Yeah, I think I'm on his side. Yeah, you know, because you like fighting against the system. Because as you get older, you know what happens. Yeah, but right? if you watch- if, if your birthday is January 9th, uh-huh. right, and January 9th happens to fall on a Tuesday, and you want to celebrate it four days later. On the weekend. Yeah. That then becomes your birthday. You know what I mean? Like, it, 
the, the actual date is negligible once you're old. If you watch that amazing movie, New Year's Eve, it's in not the amazing. Movie, that is not an amazing movie. That is an atrocious movie, actually. It's a horrible movie. In, you know he's trolling you, right? No, I love that movie. No, it's an awful no, movie. But he knows how you feel about that movie, which is that why is I'm a saying. terrible okay. movie. Be that as it may. No, no, I will not accept. I will no. <laughs> okay, let's just agree to disagree. No, for the point of what I have to say. No, I don't. I don't want to know your point. In I'm, the movie, uh, no. Now I'm abs- No, I would like to hear your point. Damn it, Maury. In the movie, they were trying to be the New Year's Eve baby, and the baby was born at 11-something p.m., but they wanted it to be born at midnight. They tried bribing the nurse, and she wouldn't take the money in that amazing movie. Um, where did this happen? Do you know? I have no idea. It doesn't say um, in this article where it, or on Reddit where it happened. Because I'm, I'm wondering if on the birth, like, I'm wondering, like, let's say it happened, they were in Seattle. Sure. Right. I see where you're going. You know what I mean? Time zone? Yeah, time Uh zones. Like, what if you just fudge the time zone on it? Well, if they're not going to change the actual time, they're not going to change the time zone. But why not? It's Then you're not changing the time. You're just changing the time zone. Like, born December 31st, 11.05 p.m. in Seattle, but January 1st, you know, 11.05 a.m. Australia. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I would just say, no, I would just, I would just say, if you're in Seattle, I would just say, uh, you know, born 2.05 a.m. Eastern. Right, New York. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. What up, y'all? How's everybody feeling today? You good? How's your weekend? Um, Did you take your tree down? What? Did you take your tree down? I can't hear you. Did you take your tree down? Oh, uh, Yeah. Yeah, I took it down. Half down for the day. Every year I I do it. It doesn't fit in the box anymore. No, it's because it gets fat. (laughs) (laughs) COVID (laughs) pounds. It was up too long. 2020 was a little rough on everybody. It was up too too long, man. You got to take it down earlier. (laughs) Just saying. Yeah, we took the the tree down. It's always weird in in your home whenever you take all the decorations down. Mm -hmm. Right? My home echoes now. Yeah. It just looks there's like a, there's an empty space where everything used to be. Yeah, I know. And I can't figure out if I like it or if I don't like it. I mean, you could leave the tree up year-round and just take the decorations That's, down. I, we did that for 24 hours. But then I realized that my tree only has like, I would say, 5% of the lights that are normally operational on the tree. Oh. And, then, and then I have to supplement with other lights. So. Is it? One of those trees that already has lights, yes, or you have it's to pre lit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. then after a while, they just die on you. And I ain't got the time to sit and try and figure out what the problem is. So I just keep buying strings of lights. Right. And then I just use other and lights. Just cover on up it. all the dead yeah, spots. Yeah, just cover yeah. up all the spots. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, no, so I took it. I took it down, and then I had all the the decorations all stacked up in the boxes, and then I just got too tired, and I'm like, I don't want to bring those downstairs right now. So everything just sort of sat in the living room. Yeah, for 24 hours, and. It was awful. And then when there was no more Christmas tree, Catherine was like, do you want to make Christmas dinner this weekend? And I was like, yeah. So I made full turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, carrot and turnip and gravy and corn. I made everything. I made a full Christmas dinner this weekend. When did she say that to you, though? What's that? When did she say to you? Saturday morning. And then, so you had to prep all that stuff that day? Yeah, on I, I, yeah I started cooking. Wait, at, you had to go buy a turkey? Yeah, I started cooking. Just a big, giant turkey breast. Yeah. Because yeah, I still had one in the freezer because I bought too much turkey this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, uh, yeah, so we That's had- That's a lot full, to prepare. We had full, yeah, so I started cooking at about noon and we ate at about six. 
30. Oh, Wait, so hold on. Man, yeah. all, she all suggested it and it sounded so sweet, but you had to do all the work. I did all the work. No, yeah, of course I did. All. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, that's, that's what did I do. Did you play like Christmas music? No, we didn't. No. Oh. No, Roxy was watching Doctor Who. So as I was cooking Christmas dinner on Saturday, January something <laughs> or other, uh, all I heard in the background was like, what do they say on Doctor Who? What's the thing that those machines keep saying? Exterminate. Exter- oh. That's all I hear all day long. She's binging Doctor Who, right? It's like, woo. Which Doctor Who is she on? Because there's like 10 different actors. So so she is on season, I don't know, six like or something Benedict like that? Was, uh, Benedict is the Who? No, 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 no. Uh, no, she's not there. Was Benedict a Who? Wasn't Benedict a Doctor Who? I don't know. I'm asking you. You're the one that just said he was. I'm pretty sure it's Benedict oh, was a Doctor Who. I don't know. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. I know he Benedict Spoiler was alert. Benedict was Sherlock Holmes. Yes. And we did both of those seasons too, which were really, really great. How many Doctor Who's are there? There's two seasons they did of Benedict Cumberbatch, or maybe more. I'm not hundred percent. So sure, do they sure. does Doctor Who change all the like it's the same person, no. but the doctor just changes form. Yeah, like, yeah. There's always okay. a new doctor, right? They right. just have always done that with with like doctor a bond, Who. like a yeah, exactly. It's okay. just it's very okay, much okay. like a bond. Uh, so I was making Christmas dinner while watching Doctor Who with rocks, and in Doctor Who, they like putting faces on things. Right. Okay. So anytime they can put a face on something gross, they do. Like that's how they create their aliens or their bad guys of the week. And when I say faces on things, like there was there was one episode where they were in space, mm-hmm. and the last living human was in and amongst all the aliens, and the last living human came out, and all it was was a piece of stretched out skin on a frame. With a mouth in the middle of it and eyes. Oh, that was like you can yo. buy you can buy a toy of that. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. So it was just a piece of stretched out skin with like a lady's mouth and eyes that blinked and like all the organs in like some sort of machinery underneath that kept this thing alive. So a few years ago. Yeah. I was at like the Comic Con version that they have here. Yeah. And some woman had that she dressed up as that same cause she was really? cosplayed just like okay. that it's disgusting and then there was I a know, guy and then there was a villain that he would not eat people but consume people what and so mean? one by one characters in the show that episode started going and then when the bad guy was revealed he was like a big slobby type greasy mess with no shirt on mm. right and his face was his face but all the other people that he consumed their faces were poking through the skin on other parts of his body Ew. right and, and talking, and they were all like talking to each other, right? So we're watching this as I'm making Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> How lovely. Merry Christmas, right? <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I don't want to ruin pizza for you, but did you see the video of that guy taking his slice of pizza and running it under cold water? Okay, so I saw. Cool it down? Oh, it's to cool it down. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't Here's know. I saw the. I saw the video in passing. But I didn't know what he was doing. I didn't know if he was washing. Because, you know, some people, when they get pizza, this really annoys me, too. What? You know when some people get a slice of pizza and the first thing they do is they take a napkin and they dab all the grease off the top of it? Oh, that's where all the flavor is, though. I know. It drives me nuts when people do that. So I thought this was like a grease thing where he was washing the grease off the top of it. But what was he actually doing? No, because the pizza showed up and apparently this guy's been doing it forever. His wife is the one that outed him on Reddit. And took that video, which has gone viral. It's him with a slice of pizza in his hand, and he's in this, the kitchen at the kitchen sink, and he's running the slice of pizza under the water, under yeah. the faucet. And then he takes a bite, and then he runs it under the faucet again. So what is he doing? takes another bite. So apparently he's been doing it since they met. But anytime he gets pizza, and if the pizza, if, when the pizza shows up, yeah. or when they finish cooking pizza, it's 
obviously piping hot, but he wants to eat it in the moment. He takes a pizza slice, yeah. runs it under the cold water to cool it off, and then take a bite. Oh, so he's cooling it off? Yeah. Dumb, oh, right? God. That, that's just not like... Like you're ruining pizza at that you need point. To, yeah, you need to start looking into other things mm-hmm. to, to eat or other ways. Like or, patience. Yeah, something like that. Right? Also, who doesn't like hot pizza? I know. Right? That first bite of pizza, when it hits oh. the top of your mouth, and you know it's going to leave a little bubble there tomorrow because mm-hmm. that cheese is just too hot, but you just you fight through it anyway. But guess what? Who cares? It's yeah, pizza. That's the joy that's of... The sacrifice you make for you. deliciousness. Yes. That's the joy of of pizza. You don't run a slice of pizza under that. No. That's a ruiner right there. Right? Absolutely. Damn it, Maury. Wouldn't the, it make all the meat soggy? Yeah. Well, it makes the whole slice the whole. Yeah, I'm not worried, worried about the meat. So he's just like, cooling down the cheese, but he's using water. Yeah. There's other ways to do Put that. Put it in the fridge. Like, just get, yeah, just get an ice pack out of the freezer or something and throw it on or top. Or wait even. five minutes, man. Right. Just open the box and wait five minutes. Or leave it Easy. on the balcony. Yeah, something, whatever. There's a, there's a lot of things. If we're making a list on how to cool down a hot pizza pizza, right? Yeah. Okay, if we're making that list, running it under the faucet is very low. Uh-huh. Very low. It shouldn't even low. be on the list. No. I would never no. think. Like, no. I need to cool my food down. What are my options? Well, leaving it for one. Right. Yeah. Could you not ask That would rest- be like if the pizza was cold and you said, let me sit on it to warm it up. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like it's as it's so as ridiculous as that. Okay, my husband my husband's been sitting on the pizza ever since I met him because it always it's never hot enough. Okay, to take this ridiculous scenario even further. Yes. When you say sit on the pizza, yeah. are we talking sitting with your clothes on or are you removing your pants? Excuse me. And then you sit the on it. The pizza's still so, in the box. Excuse me. So then like your butt and part of your legs mm, are cooling the pizza down with your body heat. Interesting. Or like, sorry, warming it up with your, warming with your body. It, warming it up. It's like yeah. we're it's like we're we're lost in the in the wilderness together in January where we have to use body heat, right? Yeah. Like you need to to hug the slice. So would you interesting question, if you had to warm up a slice of pizza that was too cold and you sat on it, would you do it with pants on or pants off? Obviously pants off. Yeah. Right? That's what I was gonna say too. <laughs> Obviously. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Brienne joins us right now. What is your FML? I have such a hard time saying no. I just don't want to let anyone down. Mm, classic. This is a classic. <laughs> uh, Brienne, you wrote us that uh, you do have a hard time uh, saying no, and you still want to be nice, and you don't want to let people down, but then that backfires on you because it winds up making you less happy when you actually don't say no. You go on to say that you do this with everyone in your life, including your parents, and it also translates into your jobs. You say that you've had the same job since you were 13, and you can't stand working there, but you don't want to leave because you don't want to let them down or leave, and then they're going to wind up hating you. Wow. Uh, So here's my question for you, right, is there's a bunch of reasons why people tend to always say yes to things. And number one is that they don't want to let people down. Uh, Number two is you don't want people to think ill of you. You don't want people mad at you. You don't want people to stop calling you. And that's the sort of fear. So you wind up saying yes to everything. But when you say yes to everything, what that does is you then start feeling like the people in your life are asking too much of you and then that winds up building resentment. You resent them and you resent yourself and then you wind up in this spiral of where you're just never happy. 
Exactly. And at some point, people are going to start talking and be like, oh, yo, just ask Brianne. She's going to say yes. You know she will. Yeah, that's pretty much happened and, like, translated into this, like, spiral of everyone knows that I say yes. So, So, like, if your group of friends want to go out, they'll be like, well, just call Brianne. You know she's going to come out with us. Exactly. But it's not, I know that you wind up looking at that as people are taking advantage of you because you always say yes, but you have to understand people don't care about you that much. They don't put that much, they don't put that much thought into it. Um, if yeah. somebody asks you to do something and you say yes, and then they come back and ask you to do something else, it's just because you seem willing to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not that mm-hmm. it's not that they're covertly taking advantage of you because you're a huge pushover. I don't think people put that much time thinking about it, to be honest with you. Okay. That all of those thoughts are in your own head for the most part. Okay. Um, now, wh- when it comes to saying no, what do you usually do? Do you say, like, if somebody asks you to do something that you don't want to do, do you say, um, can I think about it? Can I get back to you tomorrow? Can I whatever, instead of saying no? It depends on who it is. Like, if it's my friend, like my closest friends, I usually just end up caving, even though I don't want to. But if it's someone who I'm not really a fan of, I'll just kind of keep saying, oh, sorry, I got caught up in something. Mm-hmm. And just hope that they stop messaging me. So, yeah, so you wind up lying. Yeah. So so what, what, do you, what would you prefer, to say no and be honest or to lie to your friends? Probably the honest one, because yeah. I feel like I'm an honest person, but... Yeah, can you not say, like, if they ask you, hey, Brian, we want to go out this weekend, you want to join us, or whatever. People can't go out now, but I'm just using that as an example. Mm-hmm. Can you not say, you know what, Let me. I'm going to skip this one. You guys go out, have a great time, have fun, can't wait to hear all about it, and maybe the next time we'll get together. Probably sounds better than, like, lying and then not getting a response from me. And this is this this all of this stuff, this over agreeableness and always saying yes, this really does apply more to young women than it does young men. Young Mm. men have a much easier time saying no. Um, Young women have a much more difficult time saying no. Most young women that I know and have known in my life, even when I was that age. Yeah. You guys have friends that you actually don't like, but for some weird reason, you still feel obligated to hang with them. Like young guys don't have that, nah. right? Like young young guys don't go to their girlfriends and go, ugh. And the girlfriend goes, "What's the matter?" And you're like, "Ugh, I have to see Dave tonight." <laughs> and then the girl goes, "Well, if you don't want to go, don't go." And the guy goes, "Ugh, God, if I don't go, then it's going to be a whole thing, and I might as well just go." Like guys don't do that. Yes. Like women do. Like you have friends in your life where the thought of going out with them makes you roll your eyes but yet you still go for some weird reason. Brianne, in your circle of friends, the people that you are always saying yes to going out with, even though you don't want to be there, how many of those girls that Roz just described are in that group? Almost all of them. Almost oh all of God. them. Yes. So you don't yes. even want to be yes. friends with them, yeah. but you're just going out just to appease them. Right, and I'll tell you why you don't, and I'll tell you why you show up even when you don't want to, because your fear is that if you're not there, they're going to talk about you. Yes, that's exactly the reason. 100%. Yeah. Uh, But you don't have to. And you are going to start feeling overwhelmed. And the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to start resenting the people that you say yes to. And then you're going to start resenting yourself. And um, Mm -hmm. you were raised to not put yourself first, to put everybody else first. That's how young women are raised. Um, But you, you you need to fix that ratio. It can't be 100% everybody else before you. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Low role play. Brianne, I'm, I'm the ladies. I'm your, I'm your crew. Hey, Brianne, uh, we're going to get together uh, this weekend for some drinks. Do you want to come hang out? Um, I think I'm 
going to skip this one, but let me know how it goes, and I'll go to the next one. Let me know how it goes. So what, what? Own, so what you get? So what you want them to report back and say it actually was really fun, just so you know. And then, <laughs> yeah, why don't you skip the next one too? <laughs> Hope that helped, Brianne. Thank you. All right, love. Are you going to ask me the question? Oh, okay. Well, Brianne, between Roz yes. and Mocha, who's your favorite? And you better say both of us, because as soon as we hang up this phone, you know we're going to be talking about you if you don't. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so I really, really like Mocha's laugh. Uh, it reminds me of mine because everyone says I'm obnoxious and it's really loud, but they love it. And I love it. But I have to pick Roz because Roz is like my icon. I look up to you as a role model. And I just love the way that you and Roxy have this like great relationship. It reminds me of mine and my dad. Oh. That's real nice. I'm not going to hate on that. I'm not going to hate on that. That's really nice. I agree with all those things. You want to help me move this weekend? Yeah, sure. No, you're supposed to say no. You don't know me. Come on now. (laughs) Okay? We're we're not friends. You don't know me. You're 0 for 2. (laughs) 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 Thanks, Brianne. Thank you. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. I started... uh, Making uh, chaffles yesterday. You ever had a chaffle? No, what's that? No, it's a. Uh, it sounds awful. It's no, it, it, yeah, no, they're delicious though. It's sort of like a keto-y kind of diet staple for people who don't want to eat bread and all that stuff. You going keto? No, no, no. I just oh. really like them. You would make them too as soon as I tell you what they are. So chaffle is basically like cheese waffle. Chaffle. Salt. Okay. You don't have to explain anything else. No, 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 no. But there's no waffle in the waffle. Oh. So it's one egg. I use two because I make doubles, right? So it's one egg and a half a cup of cheese, and you mix it all together in a bowl, yeah. and then you pour that into the waffle maker. How and are you doing the cheese? You grating it? It's I buy the pre-grated bag. I ain't yeah. got time for that. That's fine. Uh, and then you put it in the waffle maker, and you let it cook until it gets brown and crusty on the outside. It doesn't burn with all that cheese? No, it doesn't burn. Uh, and you let it get all nice and brown and crusty on the outside, and then yeah. just leave them on a plate for a little while, and then they will get more crispy as they harden up a little bit. And that is what people use as bread for sandwiches. So I made a turkey club yesterday. Wait. Sandwich. But it's in waffle form? Yes. So the, the breads look like waffles, right? Yeah. And it's not bread. It's egg and cheese. Okay? Uh, yeah. And then I made a turkey club yesterday uh-huh. with that as the bread. And there's other ways of doing chaffles where you can put like almond uh, flour in and all that. You can actually make like a white bread egg mixture for it that people swear by as well but i just went straight up egg and cheese and you make like a batch that no will... i just made two as oh, the, that's the, it. The, the top bread and the bottom bread oh right not even enough to share with your family you selfish SLB. no no they don't want that you want to oh. see a picture of it sure let me show you let me show you what it looked like but it's but like did your family a, like a, did anyone in thing. your family like walk by and be like hey dad what are you making no my no they don't eat eggs oh. <laughs> <laughs> or cheese <laughs> They don't, they don't, that's, I'm on my own with this. I'm on my oh, own okay. with this. But here, look at, this is, here, look, that's what it, uh, this is what it looked like. That's what it looks like. Oh, man, that looks good. You know what would, oh. bro, can right? I tell you? Yeah. You know what would look amazing? Wait, did you put cheese on top too? No, no, no. The cheese is inside the wall. So oh. it's the it's melted because the cheese is embedded in the egg and then you put that into the waffle maker Okay. What if you don't have a waffle maker? You can buy a waffle maker. No, but if you don't have one, you want to make. But then I guess it's an omelet. Then. So yeah, it's you're just making eggs at that point, Morning. <laughs> okay. 
Like we all know what happens if you don't have a waffle maker. <laughs> you make eggs. Tell me what you think of this. Okay. To level up. Yeah. What's it called? Chaffle? Chaffle. What if? Like waffle, but with a cha. Yeah. So what cha if? waffle. In between the chaffle? Yeah. If you have like a piece of fried chicken. Yeah, you can do that, dude. Everybody, oh. you should see what people do. People use this and they make breakfast sandwiches out of it yeah. where they actually take egg and cheese and they make their bun. And then inside the egg and cheese bun, they put egg and cheese. Oh. They, t- they, they make like a fried egg with bacon yeah. and then put more cheese on what it. What about a burger? And you can do it. You can use it as a burger bun too. People do that all the time. I'm telling you. I'm telling <gasps> smoked you. Smoked salmon. And it smells. Yeah, you can do smoked salmon. Why? Wait, Every time we talk about food. Sa- like the, we're talking also, about he the said most you delicious. Can put anything. Yeah. You don't have to start rhyming things. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. I'm going to say He's yes. He's going to say okay? yes to every single but, thing but that here, you But here's suggest. my thing. Don't ruin every good food conversation we have with smoked salmon. I, I don't know if, if, if people listen to this show, and I know certainly the people who listen to the podcast, where they binge the podcast, every single time we talk about food, because we always talk about food on this show, Maury soils the conversation by bringing up smoked salmon ever 100 percent of the times that we Thinly talk about food sliced no. turkey no yes that's, you, that's what that is on there i'll tell you exactly why he always says smoked salmon yes because it makes him feel that like rich people have that oh is that why no, it's like a pretentious no, no, no. thing it's it's my youth you had a terrible childhood, man. Between, <laughs> I didn't even say between. Add that to the list. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. God, this makes you feel old. First of all, 22 years ago was 1999. Yeah. And Britney debuted Baby One More Time. She sure did. The entire album. That's crazy. 22 years ago. Um, what can I tell you about the album? Born to Make You Happy, Sometimes You Drive Me Crazy, and of course, Baby, One More Time. Yeah. From that album. 25 million copies sold worldwide. The album debuted at number one on Billboard's 200 charts. Did it really, huh? Yep. Huh. Britney Spears, at that time, became the first new female artist to have a number one single. Yeah. On the Billboard Hot 100, and also a number one album on the Billboard 200 at the exact same time. Wow. She also became the first new artist. This is male and female, right? First new artist, not just first female artist, but first new artist to have a single go number one the same week that the album debuted at number one. Wow. And then she picked up a couple of Grammy Award nominations for the single Baby One More Time. And then it was only three years later that she did Crossroads. <laughs> Don't hate. Appreciate. I'm not hating. Can we go back and just like <laughs> reminisce and remember some of the classics from that Baby One More Time yeah, album? Yeah. God, music was so different. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be. It's 22 years ago. Yeah, like all the songs sound the same. The the parameters were so narrow back then with music. So they didn't have the 
They didn't have the tools and they didn't live in the world. It almost sounds primitive in a way, even though this was technically, from a producing standpoint, very advanced then. It's this like was the had, best of the best working on this stuff. They had like four or five kind of skeletal pieces of yeah, music yeah. that they just reused, retooled, yeah. added some reverb yeah, here, took some reverb man. out of there. I always thought Britney, in my head, Britney was a slow burn. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like that she, maybe it did, maybe I'm wrong. Well, she maybe came out I'm of the wrong. gate. Like, just hot. Yeah. Just hot. single after single after single, like took over the world. Yeah. But 22 years ago today, baby one more time. <laughs> Britney's debut. Britney's debut was released to the world. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So the folks in Quebec, under curfew, between 8 p.m. and 5 a.m., not a lot else. So stupid. The Um, videos are insane. There was a couple who were charged for violating the curfew. Mm -hmm. They were outside after 8 p.m. Okay. A husband and wife, I assume. The story says man and a woman. Actually, no, it was husband and wife. Out for a walk. However, the wife had the dog leash in her hand. Mm-hmm. Um, essential workers and dog, walker, dog walkers are some of the few groups of people who are allowed to be out after 8 p.m. Right. So the wife was out, had the dog leash in her hand. On the other end of the dog leash was her husband. <laughs> Was it like on his wrist or like around his neck? Uh, the and leash, was he standing or was he on all fours? I believe he was on all fours and the no. and the leash was around his neck. No. So she was out walking. He was on husband. all fours? Yeah. He did the full thing? So they each got a $1,500 fine for being out past curfew. Interesting. Now, here's my question. I have a legitimate question. Okay. I'm sure you have lots. Were, okay. Were they just trolling? Or did they actually have somewhere to go and this is the best they could come up with? Like, did they actually forget diapers? You know what I mean? And like, they're like, we got to go. We, we got to go to the store. Go to the store. Or, or were they just trolling? Because I lean towards just trolling. Because why wouldn't? And what was he wearing? Did they say what he was wearing? I they don't didn't. know. No, it's a very no, they, brief. They didn't. Very know. brief uh, description. They didn't say what he was wearing. I, I picture him. I don't know why I picture him, even though it's a cold Montreal night. I picture him without a shirt on. I would like to believe that it was a troll job, knowing that there is law enforcement out everywhere. And with the amount of people who are fighting back against the curfew, these are just two people who decided to take uh, a few extra steps. And how much was the ticket again? It's $1,500 each. Each? Yeah. They, 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 oh, wow. They don't even ticket you as a couple, huh? No. Oh, you get ticketed <laughs> individually, even on a leash? Yeah. You get, but you even know, still, that three grand, Jeez. I don't know. It's got to come up to join the count or something. Jeez, man. <laughs> how long until people start dressing up? After this incident? Yeah. All by this weekend. You know, I'd like, say. yeah. Yeah, I bet you if you went online uh, online right now, there is a serious lack of availability for raccoon costumes. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. I, think, I, I guarantee you it. You think all through Quebec there's just going to be so many like giant raccoon sightings? I don't want to be the possum. Yeah. 
all we could get. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. So Ben and Jerry's got ice cream for dogs now. Oh, stop it. Our dogs aren't even allowed to eat ice cream. Yes, they are. As well, long as it's not made with dairy. Oh. That's why they made these ones. Because ice cream is not the best for your dogs. They use uh, sunflower butter as the base. So it's easier for the tummies of our four-legged friends. Your dog doesn't need ice cream. Can I just say, there's a gelato place down by where I live, and my dog goes insanely crazy for their dog ice cream. God, you're so bougie. Uh, peanut butter and pretzel flavor is called Ponch's Mix, is one of the flavors. And then another one called Rosie's Batch, which is a cookie and pumpkin combo. Ew. And that sounds gross. I agree. The dogs want things that taste like meat. Um, they'll be released later this month. They just want things that taste like meat. Yeah, but the pumpkin one makes sense, though, because it helps with their poops. But is it actual pumpkin or is it pumpkin flavor? It's probably it's pumpkin, pumpkin flavor. flavor. There's I no need pumpkin to read the, in there. I would need to read the instructions. No. Or, not instructions, sorry. Yes, the ingredients. I, I, I understand what you mean. And these, are all, too, these uh, are all human grade. Like, you could eat it with your dog. Well, I'm not going to do that now. Sorry. <laughs> Listen, some of the dog food that exists out there in the world yeah. smell delicious. But... I'm not going to sit there and take a spoonful. I, no. I went to this dog store, and they, they sell, like, these chicken with cucumber, and it's human grade. Yo, and for the real, way though, they like, what kind to, of bougie-ass places do you visit? Chicken and cucumber. Someone, human grade chicken and cucumber. Like, someone the way who's they, as broke never, as you, right? It's only six bucks. For what? For the package. Oh. And she sold it to me by going, and and you could eat it with your dog because people come in and they eat it too. No, no, Absolutely don't do that. Not. Don't you don't need to do that. No, like, if, if you're sharing food with the dog, it should be like a little bit of what you're eating. Yeah, a little bit of steak. Yeah, you don't go sniffing around your dog's ball. No, not right? at all. to find out what he's having he just had to make what it I even. Had last night. We had uh, turkey and lettuce bowls. Is that what he had? Yeah, he had a turkey and lettuce bowl. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, if you are interested, uh, Ben and Jerry's now making ice cream for dogs. They're called doggy desserts. And again, peanut butter and pretzel flavor is called Ponch's Mix. And the cookie and pumpkin combo is called Rosie's Batch. <laughs> Delish. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Things in California are real, real bad when it comes to COVID. Like extremely bad. One of the worst places in all of the U.S. Um, and in... LA's West Side area, a hospital out there to help boost the morale of the employees working there, all the nurses doing their thing. Mm -hmm. They've installed, and I love this, a puppy cam at the nurses' station, streaming live video of puppies doing their thing, playing. Where are the puppies? And that's the thing. I couldn't find in the article <laughs> where, like, if it was from, like, a shel- a local shelter oh, or if it was, you. like, somebody's you. home or, like, a breeder or anything. Right, but they right, set right. up this camera the, in the nurse's station so that uh, anyone feeling stressed out throughout the day, they just come, they sit down for the five minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. You walk by and you get this glimpse of these cute little puppies. <laughs> and from what it looks yeah. like in the picture that I saw, it looked like they were, like, little retrievers. Right. Who are super adorable when yeah. they're pups. yeah. Dumb dogs. I know. So <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah, no, I know. It's tough, man. I don't need, and, and I think that everybody's just gravitating towards things, anything that will just get them through. That's why mm-hmm. people were making bread at the beginning of all of yeah. this. Even for a couple you know of what minutes. I mean? For a couple minutes, you just have to find something in a day that just makes everything else worth it. Like, yeah. it's just, it's it's crazy. And I, and I feel for people, like, 
everybody's just got to like, when you're at the point of where you're at work and you got to watch a live stream of puppies. I know. Just to get you past lunch. It's I like, know. it's a bad, it's just, we're in bad shape, man. I know. <laughs> like we're in bad shape. But they're doing what they can to boost morale. <laughs> This hospital in, in, in L.A., they're uh, live streaming puppies like to help the nurses out. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Did you ever watch the pack on Amazon? No. It's like the Amazing Race style game, but people team up with their dogs. They got a lot of heat for that show. Yeah. So season two is not happening. Yeah. It got canceled. Yeah. It just debuted in November. Yeah, and they canceled it. They got a lot of heat for that show because they Peter were... came after them. Yeah. Well, a lot of people came after them. But it looks so cute. Yeah, but they were putting dogs in situations that dogs did just not want to be in. Yeah. Dogs don't want to be rappelling, you know, down a cliffside or across a, a river hanging. Like, they just... It was not cool. So then how was season one ever, like, approved by some sort of well, that board happened. of directors? That happens. I mean, it, it happens. Like, it's just... Oh, yeah. you, it, you've, you've seen it before with things. But the, there was a there was a lot of and they they had some really good promo for that show when it first mm, came out like it ton. was a ton of the articles tra- you know what too the trailer yeah because I didn't watch the show I wasn't into it but the trailer looked yeah like it was a super cute show yeah. with people and their animals that love them so much yeah but it was like an adventure amazing race with yeah. pe- with owners and their See, dogs the thing about right? like rappelling down mountains and stuff like that yeah. like I oh man I would never put but my but dog if you, but that. if you don't like if you're not if you don't and I, and I don't know because you could watch that and see nothing of it, right? Mm. You could watch that and it, you just watch it and you enjoy it and you never think twice about it until somebody points out the obvious, which is that shouldn't have happened. And then you realize, oh, my God, yeah, you're right. That shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Like that's how that's how shows like this, you, how they how they squeak by because. So Pe- uh, PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, said, quote, Animals are individuals, not props for movies and TV shows, end quote. Yeah. So I guess a lot of people shared uh, the exact same opinion, which, I mean, Amazon saying all the heat that they caught for it, yeah. it is not the reason why they've canceled the show. Well, of course it is. But yes. Are they going to remove? I wonder if they'll remove season one from the platform then. No. I don't think Very so. Very unlikely. I'm sure they'll be there they for, any, for they, a little while. They didn't do anything, as far as I know, they didn't do anything illegal. Like, there, there's not an ongoing thing. But, uh, but yeah, to continue on with this, because you know what these shows are like, which is in season two of shows like this, it's bigger, more yeah. bonkers, more crazy. And you can't if, pull it back. You can't pull it back. Like, you can't do a lesser version of yeah. the of season one. It just what won't, about if it just just won't work. What about if they just put people in dog costumes? <laughs> like some sort of weird fetish? Like, <laughs> like, like, it's, like Army Hammer just plays everybody's dog? <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Did you see that Amazon story about the Lord of the Rings show? Yeah. That's in development. Yeah. You're not interested. I know that. No, I, you know, the, the reason I didn't talk about it was because I didn't think that you were interested in it. Are you interested in it? Not really, but I'm interested in the fact that they are spending $1 billion to make it. Yeah. Which is three times more than the three movies that they made for this franchise like 20 years ago. Yeah. They spent 281 million 20 years ago to make the three movies and now with this Amazon show 
a billion dollars. When you say like they're spending a billion dollars, is there somebody there that's responsible for writing like a check or some sort of invoice? Like how does that work? Yeah, it's all accounting. What do you mean? It's accounting? All it is. That's why that's why movies go over budget all the time and they have to go in and renegotiate. But there's a physically that amount of money. Yeah, they just keep writing checks. Oh my god. Yeah. That's well, all I have. Well, how do you how else do people pay for things? I have no idea. Like, we're talking like, about money, not Bitcoin. Yeah, but we're like, not talking digital currency. But like, like if I if I if I said something cost if I said that Lord of the Rings was going to cost them six hundred and fifty dollars, would you still be bewildered as to no? Where... Because I can physically picture that in someone's bank account. I have a hard time picturing a billion dollars sitting in some some bank so, somewhere. So where does you where is your limit of where it starts to 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 not become real when it comes mm -hmm. to money? Can you visualize somebody paying two million dollars for a house? Absolutely not. You can't. No. It happens all the time. It's happened in your building. No, but in payments. I can I can picture it in installments. <laughs> okay. Well, what do you think okay. this billion dollars is? They're not okay. like, it's not a billion dollars that they're... No, but somewhere there's this money it's, sitting it's, around. Yeah, but it's not like it's in a hole in the ground and when they need more, somebody's <laughs> got to go dig up a bag, yeah. right? No, we need two bags today. <laughs> we, all, we had like, the electrician was working overtime. Yeah. We got two bags. Like, they, no, it's, it's just, they, there's a budget for the movie and then people get paid. And they're, and, they're, and they're estimating that it's going to cost about a billion dollars. Wow, like I, in my mind, I'm, I, I, all I see is a, a, a wooden skid with stacks of cash. That's not how it works, though. Like in Breaking Bad? <laughs> when Walter White had all that money in the storage locker? Yeah. You picture no. it like that? That's exactly like how somebody, it, once like, you hit like, a certain amount of money, I picture that it has to be not actually in a bank account. It has to be stored so in a, a second, warehouse. So wait a second. So if you have to pay your gym, you have a secure way of transferring them $60 a month. So they get it. It's secure. It's yeah. account. It's direct from your account to their account. You understand that world. I, but totally. when somebody's spending a billion dollars on something, you assume that it's stacks of cash that somebody then what meets somebody somewhere and they start handing them suitcases? <laughs> like some sort like of you movie think that executives. the higher you get, the less secure the transactions become? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, like the bank is like, that's too much for us. To, banks are saying that's too much. <laughs> what world do you live in? Oh, read a book, bro. Right? Like, We're a bank. First of all, <laughs> no bank in the world. Banks operate on the exact opposite of that's too much for us. Yeah. <laughs> banks are like, you got any more? Yes. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay. You all right? Yep, okay. everything's uh, in order now. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Of course. Hold on, hold on. I'm hold waiting on, for you all on. the time. You're waiting for me. Yeah. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, Bruce Willis has released a statement after refusing to wear a face mask in an L.A. pharmacy. So this all went down yesterday. He was in a, a Rite Aid in Los Angeles, and um, one of the customers reported him to management for not wearing a face mask inside mm -hmm. the pharmacy. But the weird thing was, is like you, the pictures of Bruce Willis, he has like a bandana around his neck. Like he could have just pulled it up. Yeah. But he didn't. 
I wonder why. I don't know. And then he released a statement to people that simply just said that it was an error in judgment. And then he went on to say, to, uh, be safe out there, everyone, and let's continue to mask up. Oh, weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but was he confrontational at all? No, right? no, 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 no. It's Bruce Willis. He's, you know what I mean? What are you going to say? He's a jerk, uh, right? On Jeopardy. So uh, has Katie Couric been officially announced yet as a guest host? I don't think it's been officially announced It's not been yet. officially, no. So well, Ken Jennings. No, Ken Jennings oh. right now. Well, I mean, it's going to happen. She, but, she they're said it, ro- but they've not said anything. They're rolling it out with, with special announcements. Gotcha. Um, so Ken Jennings is doing the guest hosting uh, currently. And then the rumor was unofficially Katie Couric will step in. Uh, but also in the mix... And slated to be a guest host Mm -hmm. is Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. What? Listen to this. One of my idols growing up was Alex Trebek. You know, and and being able to be on Jeopardy years ago, even though my wardrobe outfit wasn't the greatest choice, (laughs) they're doing some some guest hosting spots. And it's going to be released here pretty soon. But I have the opportunity to do one of those. Wow. Interesting, Interesting, huh? Yeah, very. It's a weird choice. Hmm. I guess what doesn't hurt is they go, they're going for big names who are maybe not your typical Jeopardy, what you would think would be a huge Jeopardy fan. Like you would never think that Aaron Rodgers would be like this huge Jeopardy fan. So let's put Aaron Rodgers in because one, you get a lot of eyes on it. And two, it's sort of juxtaposed to what, you know, what you may, uh, may expect. Betty White turns 99 very soon. Happy early birthday, Betty. And uh, she told E.T. that um, how she plans to spend her birthday is uh, running a mile each morning, she says, has been curtailed by COVID. So I'm working on getting the pet set re-released and feeding the two ducks who come to visit me every day. The pet set was a syndicated show that Betty White did from like the 1970s, um, which tapped into her lifelong love for animals. So they would have celebrities on like Carol Burnett, Mary Tyler Moore, Doris Day, James Stewart, and Burt Reynolds. (laughs) And I guess they would have them on with their pets. Okay. So what Betty White is doing now is she's finally, after all these years, uh, re-released the pet set on DVD and streaming platforms <laughs> on February 23rd. So for everybody who's like, I, you can't find the videos on YouTube, for everybody who's just been dying to relive... I've never heard of this before. Okay, for everybody who's been dying to relive the pet set um, with Betty White featuring Doris Day and James Stewart, uh, it is now, now going to be available. That's what I want to see. Burt Reynolds sitting there with his cat. <laughs> uh, Chuck Norris is forced to deny that it was him on the ground at the Capitol riots after a photo of a man who really looked a whole lot like Chuck Norris started trending online. And then everybody on Twitter just started going in on Chuck Norris with no real evidence other than there was a picture of a guy who sort of looked like Chuck Norris. But when you look at the picture, like if you look at it quickly, like if you're scrolling through on your phone, yeah, I swear I thought it was Chuck Norris. See, for me, I looked at that and I was like, that's not Chuck Norris. But when when you look at the photo, like look, look, look at it. I know my Chuck Norris though. True. Right. Do you have a poster of Chuck Norris on your wall growing up? I did not. I did. 
Did you really? Yes, I did, sir. Good for you. Uh, he says, it has come to my attention that, unfortunately, there was a Chuck Norris lookalike at the D.C. Capitol riots on January 6th. It wasn't me, and I wasn't there. Let me be clear that there is no room for violence of any kind in our society, including in the context of political protest, and that a peaceful transition of power is fundamental to our democratic system of government. I am and always will be for law and order, your friend Chuck Norris. Hmm. YouTube has banned Donald Trump for seven days. That's it? Yeah. So what, in seven days he can like upload Post a video again. if he wanted? Yeah, because YouTube wasn't on that list of platforms that, that banned him. But YouTube is owned by Google. Right, but you don't have to, you can sign up for, you can have a YouTube account without being affiliated with Google. Like they run sort of separately, right? Like there's YouTube and there's Google. Yeah. So he was able to upload still on gain followers on oh, wow. YouTube and YouTube uh, sent out a statement that said after review and in light of concerns about the ongoing potential for violence, we've removed new content uploaded to Donald J. Trump's channel for violating our policies. It now has its first strike and is temporarily prevented from uploading new content for a mm. minimum of seven days. They go on to say, given the ongoing concerns about violence, we will also be indefinitely disabling comments on the President Trump's channel, wow. as we've done to other channels where there are safety concerns found in the comments section. So. What's up, guys? Donald Trump with another video for you. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> Smash that subscribe button. Make sure you hit like, right? Like, I think that he should do that. I think that yeah. if you're going to do... Flip the script absolutely. I, I think that if you're going to start posting on other platforms, yeah. you have to really work the format, yeah. right? Like, if, if Trump is there... He needs to... Let me know what you guys want. Like, exactly. Is this the kind of content you want from me? Like, let me know in the comments below. Yeah, yeah. And then when no matter what you do, okay, <laughs> no matter what you do and what you say, mm -hmm. you can't actually say the thing or even touch on the subject matter in the description of the video no. until like the nine minute mark. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you know that after 10 minutes, that's I did a video on money. this before. Uh, link over here. Yes. And if you want to subscribe, yes. uh, make sure... As I said earlier, smash that subscribe that's, button. That's right. <laughs> Use promo code. <laughs> DJ Trump. Link in the description. Use promo code DJ yeah. Trump. Get 15%. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should just straight up become a YouTuber and yeah. just just use all the tropes, like all the things. <laughs> Completely. Absolutely. Uh, Chris Rock was on with Colbert talking about how his life in television could have been very, very different. And one of the things he talked about was years and years and years ago, there was talk that he could potentially have been Jerry Seinfeld's best friend on Seinfeld. Instead of George? Yes. I mean, there was a lot of NBC talk. There was talk about... Seinfeld, there was talk about me being one of the friends. I would have been the black friend. I'm, that's, that's basically who I am to America anyway at this point. Let's just say the good people at Seinfeld, they made the right choice. Wow. Now, the other role that could have changed Chris Rock's life forever was on The Cosby Show. Now, that was supposed oh. to be... What? Now, on The Cosby Show, there's a lot of different roles that possibly... I immediately thought that he would have been up for the role of Theo. 
Yes. Right? Because when you start talking about roles you missed out on, what could have been life-changing for you. You look at their you, age back you then. You look at their age yeah. back then. Right? So I immediately thought Theo, and then I start picturing Chris Rock as Theo, thinking, oh, that could work. But then he says this, and I'm like, oh, that makes more sense. I was supposed to be cockroach on the Cosby show. <laughs> oh. That was supposed to happen where I was Theo's best friend. Thank God that didn't happen. You know, think about the world right now. Bill Cosby's in jail and Snoop Dogg's the number one pitch man in America. Right? <laughs> I, could you see him as cockroach? I absolutely could. Absolutely. Yes, I could see him yes. as cockroach, for sure. He would have been a great cockroach. The most streamed TV shows of 2020. So Nielsen has released the most streamed. So overall, most streamed television shows. Uh, Vampire Diaries is there. The Blacklist is there. New Girl is there. Uh, Shameless is there. Supernatural is there. Schitt's Creek is there. NCIS is there. Criminal Minds is there. Now we get to number one and two. Mm. The second most streamed show was what? These aren't new shows necessarily, right? No, 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 no. So then we're going to, we're and the next list that I'll read to you are the original shows to streaming networks. That's on the next list. Okay. So the, I know what the these, top two are. Okay. Which are what? The Office at number two and Friends at number one. Incorrect. Oh. Uh, it's Grey's Anatomy at number two. And Friends. And The Office at number one. Oh. Because everybody in America streamed The Office because The Office is going away, right? Yeah. So that's why The Office is. Uh, no Friends, not even in the top 10 more. And no Sex in the City. Not even in the top 10. Uh, now we get to the most streamed. Um, let's do the movies first. These okay. are the most streamed films of the year. And the most streamed films of the year is an interesting list because... Um, like for me, like Disney Plus is relatively new, right? Like, do you I'm not in, feel do you not feel that Disney Plus is like sort of? It's been in our lives yeah, for a year now. But yeah, but just a year, like just a year, and they are already absolutely crushing it. So here's the list of the most streamed movies. So at ten, uh, Zootopia, at four, Toy Story four, at eight, Aladdin. Spencer Confidential uh, at seven. That is the first Netflix you see. Hamilton is also Disney. Dr. Seuss is uh, the Grinch is Netflix. Onward is Disney. Secret Life of Pets is Netflix. Moana is Disney. And Frozen 2 is Disney at number one. Wow. Right? Okay. Yeah. Now the most streamed original streaming shows. So these oh, are shows that man. originated on a streaming platform. So Mandalorian for sure. Mandalorian's number five. Mandalorian is only number five? Number five. Man. The 10 most streamed original shows for streaming networks. Hit me. Queen's Maury, Gambit. Queen's Gambit is not there. Oh, man. Is not there. Uh, you is at number 10. Yeah. Longmire. I don't know what that is. Is that number nine? Uh, the Boss Baby Back in Business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Great British Baking Show. Is at number seven. Umbrella Academy is at number six. Mandalorian, number five. Yeah. Tiger King, number four. Oh, yeah. The Crown at number three. All right. Number two is Lucifer. Wow, really? Number one is Ozark. Which is interesting. Lucifer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ozark. Netflix saved oh, Ozark. that show. It was canceled, and they brought it back. Lu is that one of those? Lucifer? Yeah. yeah so anyway, there you go. But uh, yeah, um, you sitting in there at number 10. A lot of people watch that trash. Uh, Macaulay Culkin supports an edit for Home Alone 2. Uh, there's a petition going around to digitally replace Donald Trump 
his appearance in Home Alone 2 with a 40-year-old Macaulay Culkin. Somebody wrote that to Macaulay Culkin, and Macaulay just simply replied with, sold. Do you remember that scene? It's yeah. quick. Yeah, super fast. Excuse me, where's the lobby? Down the hall and to the left. Thanks. And then that was it. And the reason Trump was in that movie was because he, at the time, owned the Plaza Hotel. And he told the director, Chris Columbus, that if you're going to shoot my hotel, I have to be in the movie. And then he was like, oh, God, gross, fine. Uh, But then they did the screening of the movie, and people loved seeing Donald Trump at the screening. So he was like, okay, just leave it in. Uh, But now they want to – there's been lots of petitions to try and get Donald Trump out of the the movie. Somebody actually did an edit – I have this on my computer screen right now. Yeah. Of Donald Trump literally edited out where they just like oh, masked wow. the frame oh my of God. the movie. Yeah. And they dropped the audio. It's, he at looks the like part. the invisible man. Like you you can see yeah. through him. Yeah. So oh they dropped God. so this guy, he dropped the audio. So Kevin McAllister, or yeah, Kevin, yeah. he s- says his line and then like nothing answers. And, and nothing. he keeps <laughs> he keeps walking. And then somebody replied and was like, yo, that's a pretty good job. We have uh we got our work cut out for us, and then screen grab like Donald Trump's IMDB. Yeah. Of all these movies that they want this guy to digitally remove Donald Trump from. Oh, wow. And I didn't realize all these like movies and TV shows that he's made. Yeah, he's been, he was a lot. He did a lot of, uh, of appearances 90s, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. A lot of appearances. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, James Harden to the Brooklyn Nets. So Harden is already owed for the next, I think, three years, $133 million. This move, this trade from Houston, Houston, this trade is going to cost James Harden a lot of money. So he's leaving Texas, and Texas is one of nine states without income tax on wages. And he's moving to New York. Wait, 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 wait. What? In Texas? Yeah. There's no tax on... On wages, no. what you earn? No. Texas, Florida, uh, maybe Wyoming, and there's a few... So what you get offered is what you get? That's why everybody plays in Florida. That's why everybody moves to Florida. Yeah. Do you want to move to Florida? Yes. No. Well, yeah, no. Anyway, let me finish. Uh, So... Texas, one of nine states without uh, income tax on wages. For New York, again, one of the highest in the nation as far as taxing goes. While he will continue to be owed the same amount of money over the next three years, James Harden will be subject to an approximate 12.7 tax rate between New York State and New York City. He will estimate it. Estimated he will pay an additional, over the next three years, $13.6 million in tax. Oh, my God. That is the worst. Harden, you should have just stuck also, it out in Houston, Also, man. cost of living. So, cost of living compared to Dallas. Uh, and if he goes to Brooklyn, cost of living is 92% more expensive. If he lived in Manhattan, it's 165% uh, more expensive than living in Houston. Sorry, not Dallas, Houston. Oh, my God. Uh, and uh, he has already earned, though, $225 million in his NBA career. Why do I, you know what? You're right. Why am I feeling bad for a millionaire? No. Screw you, James Harden. Yes, exactly. Uh, Is Matthew McConaughey set to make his WWE debut? So Matthew McConaughey was talking to Maria Menounos, and people spotted Matthew McConaughey in the virtual fan screens back in October at Thunderdome. Yeah. And I guess he's like a huge fan. And so normally when big stars show interest in WWE, they're all over them and they're like, how can we build you into the show? So this is Matthew trying to not say anything. You know, you've got all these new paths. I was like, hey, maybe he's going to wrestle. You never know. Let's make you a wrestler. Right. 
period at the end of the question. And make <laughs> it What do you know? Go. Um, I'll say not too much because, as you know, um, can't say too much about these things. Um, but it is uh, um, it is something that interests me. So he's in talks. So he's in talks. It's to gonna happen. Something. It's gonna happen. It's like, what's happen. his finisher going to be? Yeah. The all right, all right, all right? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> no, he's going to come out with that bat, the, the cricket bat that he had in Dazed and Confused and just start spanking guys with it. Uh, Alan Carr, who is a uh, very popular talk show host in the UK, was doing an interview talking with fellow RuPaul Drag Race UK judge uh, Michelle Visage. And Alan Carr has actually heard some of the new Adele because oh. they're because they're tight. And this is what Alan Carr has to say about the new Adele. I've actually, I've, I've heard some tracks on it. Amazing. Oh my God. It's so amazing. It's so amazing. But the thing is, can I just say this? I remember she, um, it, they change all the time because they're, re- they're really rough things. I can't, you know, if it's like, what's it like, what's it like? But I said to her, I said, that voice, it's like, it's like an old friend. It's like an old friend. Because, you know, there are some people in the charts who sound a bit like Adele. And you go, oh, they sound Adele. And then when you hear Adele's voice again, you go, oh, no, there's only one. There's only one Adele. Alan, her voice hasn't gone skinny, has it? No, no, no. She's still got a chunky but funky voice. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> Yo, the world is in need of some new, new music from Adele. So I'm excited to know that songs exist for an album yes. and that they're out there now. Uh, so yesterday, uh, 10 Republicans joined Democrats in voting in favor of impeachment, making Donald Trump the first president ever in U.S. history to be impeached twice. The next phase is for the Senate to hold a trial that could lead to Trump being permanently barred from holding federal office. Uh, now, in order for this to happen, they need two-third majority vote. Uh, which means 50 Democrats and 17 Republicans must support the impeachment articles uh, for a conviction. And then after that point, if they get to that point, um, they can start voting on things like barring him from running for future office or taking away some of his privileges that he receives as an ex-president. They can take away his secret service detail, so he forever yeah. will have to pay for his own security if he if he wants it, hmm. uh, that kind of thing. Um, but the earliest that they can convene to get the ball rolling on this is the nineteenth, which is the day before oh, the no. the day before the inauguration. So this is likely going to happen after Trump is out of office. Yeah. Uh, and for that inauguration, it was just announced that Lady Gaga is going to sing the national anthem. Oh wow! And. Um, other superstars that were announced yesterday taking part in one way or another, Justin Timberlake, Demi Lovato, John Bon Jovi is going to be there. Oh, what? it's like a Super Bowl yeah, halftime I show. I know. Uh, the They're going to all participate in Celebrating America, which is going to be a live 90-minute primetime special hosted by Tom Hanks that, oh, will air, wow. yeah, that will air at 8.30 p.m. live on all the networks and streaming platforms. Trump didn't even get that. On the 20th. No, man. It was like very early on, people were like, they didn't want him playing his songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even think like Menudo was like, God, don't play our track, man. <laughs> like, you know, bands that you haven't heard of in like 30 years. Yeah. We're like, man, don't do that. Ricky Martin's like, I haven't talked to those guys forever. <laughs> uh, 
the SAG Awards, if you remember, the SAG Awards were set for March 14th, and then the Grammys moved their date to March 14th, and the SAGs were like, yo, D-bags, this was yeah. our date, and they got in like a big huff about it, and now the SAG Awards have postponed, uh, have moved <gasps> theirs again. No! Yeah, the, so it wasn't even the Grammys that budged? No, 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 the Grammys. Oh, they stomped all over you, SAG. Yeah, I know. Uh, April 4th is the new date for the SAG Awards, which is probably better because realistically, I can't even I can't see the Grammys being able to happen on March 14th. I really can't. Not in not in not in L.A., not in Southern California. There's no there's no chance of that. Not in the way that they want it to be. They want live. They want live. I mean, the the way that it was going to go down was that the nominees were going to accept remotely, but the performances were going to be all in one place. Yeah. I don't know if that's even going to be able to happen, to be honest with you. So that may get pushed. uh, That may get pushed as well. I feel bad. Sag Awards, uh, you bunch of chumps. Tommy Tiny Lister, who of course was Debo from the Friday movies. From the Friday movies. Also, hello. Yeah. Ching yeah. Zeus from the WWE. Yeah. No holds barred. It was um it was discovered after he passed uh that he actually legally changed his middle name to Debo. Debo? Did Debo. he really? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but my mama gave me that bike. Yeah. What bike? <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie so much. Yeah. So uh, he uh, he left the world as Devo, uh, which is kind of cool for a lot of fans. Love of, it. Uh, of that. Roz and Mocha Q&A. All right. So we got some great questions for Ask Roz and Mocha this week. And we're going to go to the phones right now. Adil is here. Hi, Adil. Hey, guys. Hi, how are you? Good, man. How are you? Doing good. All right. Uh, Adil has been on the show multiple times, and we always love the questions that you uh, that you supply for Ask Razamoka. However, today, Adil, you have a riddle, correct? I do. Okay. Go for it. All right. So uh, a blind man is alone on a deserted island. He has two blue pills and two red pills. He must take exactly one red pill and one blue pill, or else he will die. How does he do it? Mm. See, my original answer is going to be try it first and see what happens. But then if he dies, he can't really do a take. Two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's got to take one red pill, one blue pill, or he will die. Exactly one. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I know the answer to this. Do you really? Yeah. Have but you Rosie, heard this one before? No, but it's it's a very sort of. I've I've heard a similar. Are you version. that bored with this question that you put on your jacket? No, you ready always, to go again? I always get cold when we start doing. <laughs> I think it was our last podcast or like I two know. podcasts ago. You put the jacket on yeah, as soon I, as we started. Well, I was telling like a part of my life story. <laughs> I know. I always get cold. No, it's a very simple. Um, it's it's uh, it's a simple sort of problem solving mechanism that mm. is used multiple in multiple different ways. Okay, but you, gotcha. you saw the part where it says that he's blind. Yes, yeah, so he's blind. So if I were to blindfold you right now, Maury, okay, and I gave you, say, four pieces of gum, okay, mm-hmm. and two were, like, red and two were blue, and I blindfolded you, and I said, you have to put exactly um, one entire piece of red in your mouth and one blue piece of gum in your mouth. You have four pieces of gum in your hand. And they feel all the same. They all feel the same. There is nothing to feel them that would make them that you cannot tell. Okay. You can't hold it out. You can't do There's no, there's no, there's nothing that makes the blue and the red any different, any different. But if you don't eat one blue and one red, you die. So how do you do that? 
Are you going to tell me? No, I'm asking oh, you how you, how you do you it. Know? Thinking about it. Hold on. So you have to take both or you will die. Correct. And now you could take two blue. You could wind up taking two red. And die. Right. And die. Yeah. You what happens if take, I don't take any of them? You will die as well. Oh. Oh, that's a good one. What, yeah. What happens if you, or you already answered? Oh. Yeah. You will die. If you don't take them, you die. If you take two blue, you die. If you take two red, you die. You have to have the, the perfect o- combo. The only way to survive is to take one red, one blue. That's the only way to survive. There's no one there to ask. There's no, you are all alone. It said it is a blind deserted. man is alone on a deserted island. Yes. Okay. I don't but, know but, how much but, more but we, clear you could be. But, but, we can, but, <laughs> but we can run, we can run that first sentence as many times as you want, Mark. <laughs> I'm just trying to the riddle starts like this, Mark. A blind man is alone on a deserted island. And then there's me going, so and you ask so someone, no, and you just cannot cl- ask anyone. Just to clarify, yes, thank you, Mocha. No, you cannot ask somebody. It's so tough because, like, it's not like he can really, like, there's not Braille on the bottle it comes in. There's nothing, there is nothing on the actual pills or in the bottles that they come in, if there is a bottle, although there never was stated that there's a bottle in the in the yeah, original now riddle. Now you're adding bottles. <laughs> um, <laughs> they they weigh the same. Everything else, there's there's nothing. And also, I will say this because you will eventually land on this at some point. Um, they don't taste different, so you can't say, "Can you lick them to see which one tastes yeah. like <laughs> one that tastes like red, one that, one tastes... that tastes like blue?" <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because you, you know he was going to get there eventually, yeah, right? Yeah, I was yeah. thinking it. Yeah, because licking's not eating. He has two blue. <laughs> That's what she said, right? Wow, I've said that before. Yeah. Oh, I know. Um, two blue pills, two red pills. Yes. And you have to take exactly one of each. Yes. Yo, I'd be dead. I don't know. You'd be dead. I don't know dead. what to do. Yeah, I don't know what to do. You still there, Adil? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, cool. Yeah. One blue pill and one red pill, exactly. Adil, the first time you heard this riddle, or the first time you read it, how long yeah. did it take for you to figure it out? Oh, hours, hours. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. And yeah. was it took him? Well, he said he heard different versions yeah. of this same riddle before. So yeah, um, they're already mixed for you in the brown envelope. What do you mean? Like what they, brown envelope? What brown envelope are you talking about? That the about? doctor gave you. Like, there are no, no, there Bro, is no, the that doesn't exist. the first line on this riddle. Yes. No, a no, blind man is alone on a deserted Everything. island. No, but before he got to the island, okay. he went to the pharmacy. Okay. <laughs> no, he didn't. Why are you giving it this would guy say an origin that. story? <laughs> then, then, then there would be, there would be no riddle. An origin story. Okay. There would be no riddle. He would say, on day one, take the ones in the envelope. On day two, take the ones in the bottle. <laughs> Right, like there would be no, there is, there is no riddle. There's, this is a hard one. It is hard. It is hard. But um, once, Adil, I'm gonna, yeah. and if I'm wrong, then you you correct me. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So here is here's how you do it. Okay. So you're blind, right? Mm-hmm. And you have four pills in your hand. Uh huh. Okay. So you put all the pills down on the beach in front of you or wherever you are. Yeah. On the campsite, you grab one pill. Okay. You hold that pill in your hand. Yes. You break it in half. Yes. You put one half of it over here to uh-huh. the far left, one half of it over here to the far right. Uh-huh. You take the next pill. You break it in half. You do the same thing. Put one piece over here to the far left, one piece over there to the far right. You continue to do that until all four pills are broken in half, and every time you broke one, you separated them into two different piles. Then all you have to do is swallow everything from one pile. Correct. Oh, because you're going to have two halves of a whole. Correct. 
Yes. So you're just having four quarters. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's the only it. way. That's the only way to do it. Is that right? That is right. Uh, but there is also another way uh, that uh, I found online. Uh, people wrote that he can dissolve all four in a like a glass of water and drink half. Where's he getting the glass of water? But he from? won't know. Or, or, or anything uh, like dissolve it in, in water. Well, you can't do that because using. he can't determine what's half. I don't know. I'm just reading something. Right. Also, yeah. I don't think none of those pills said that they were water purifiers. True. So he's going to get some sort of <laughs> yeah. parasite. Salt water. Yeah. Parasite salt water. You can't be drinking that. Yeah. But the most uh, common answer was uh, breaking the pills in half. Yeah. That's the only way yep. to, that's the only way to do it. Huh. That's the yeah. only, just like with the gum, like I was like with gum, Right, you I'm can so break. I'm upset you with can... myself that I didn't figure this out. Are you though, really? <laughs> no, I just thought I had to say something. <laughs> Thank you, Adele. All right, take care. Bye. Later, man. All right. I know we have uh, somebody else to talk to in a second. So while Damon Ward gets that person on the phone, mm-hmm. we'll go through this question. Go. Goalie says here. Oh, why do you guys not watch Ninety Day Fiance? You guys watch Bachelor and Bachelorette. I'm asking for a friend. I never got into 98, 90 Day Fiance. I know my sisters mm-hmm. are such huge fans of that show. Yeah. Like massive. I interviewed Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance, and the reaction that I got to interviewing Big Ed yeah. when they released the video of the interview was up there with the reaction I got from people when I've interviewed like massive stars. Right. Yeah. yeah. People love Big Ed. And the only thing that I really know f- about 90 Day Fiance is because of Big Ed, because I've seen all the clips on YouTube. Yeah. And I don't know, I didn't know a lot about the show. The show never interested me because I didn't know the tone of the show. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't know whether it was like mail order brides that then come over and have to, uh, you know, sleep with really deplorable people who are only there to just try and get a better life and send some money home to their family. Like, I didn't want to be a part of that. Like, I didn't know what, I didn't know what it was. Uh, But then, you know, all these characters just started showing up from 90 Day Fiance and, uh, and Big Ed was like the sort of biggest character of them all. And man, people love that guy. Yeah. He's savage. And they have like a couple of seasons of that show yeah. now. Yeah. Do you watch that show, Maury? No, but I've it? seen clips and it looks pretty awesome though. But I I don't know. Like I just for some reason, just anytime I'm looking for something to watch, I don't really you won't go gravitate down towards no. that. Yeah. Who, run, yeah. who runs 90 Day Fiance? Uh, TLC. TLC, yeah. they really went weird, man. TLC, <laughs> like TLC used, they used to, to be... used to be big, like with hoarders and everything. And then no, 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 no. Really no. Even before it. that, TLC was like the the learning channel where it was half owned by NASA. Yeah. Like it was originally... Yes. Like TLC was originally like an egghead sort of station where you learned about those sorts of things and then eventually it became the goslings mm-hmm. and it became octomom and it became parking uh, wars it became parking wars Did you ever watch parking wars yeah and it became my strange <laughs> obsession where the guy yeah. remember the guy uh, was in love with his car yeah where he was like lying on the hood of his car making out with it and stuff no and the guy that ate mattresses the, yeah the guy that ate, then it become this and i don't know how that happened and then like, we made TLC, our way to friggin 90 day fiance and now yeah and now now we're there so uh no i don't i don't watch it but um but i've seen enough just having to do it through work hi jt how are you hey what's going on boys good Big fan man of the show. thanks for having me thank you very much for joining us uh what is your question for the room uh, my question is for all you guys. What is the most expensive clothing item that you ever own? How much was it? And why did you buy it at the time? <laughs> um, what is your answer, JT? My answer? Um, my answer would probably be my Gucci blazer. Um, I, 
got it when I was visiting Toronto back in my late 20s. And it was around three grand. Oh, wow. wow. Where are you from? Where are you from? I'm Vancouver. Okay, cool. Now, Shout our, out to Vancouver. question for you. Yes. Because I think we need to clarify something. When okay. you say what is the most expensive article of clothing that we have, does that mm-hmm. mean what is the most expensive piece of clothing that is currently in my closet or what is the most amount of money I've paid on something? Because I have things that are wildly expensive that yeah. I did not buy. Okay, uh, that you paid for something. That we that you paid yeah, for something. Yeah, I would say along the lines of you actually paid your own money right. for. Like I have exactly. a fi- I have a five thousand uh, dollar D squared jacket. That I, really? Yeah, wow. yeah. Whoa, it was like it was, like, was like forty three hundred dollars or something like that. Um, and I never wear it. It's awesome. Wow. Like it looks Why super don't dope. You? I I don't know. I I don't know. Occasions, right? It, it's it's like not it's, even. It's sort of a winter jacket, but not really. Like it's weird, right? Like I just never have an occasion to really wear it. It's cool, yeah. right? It's really really cool. Can you wear it tomorrow? Um, no, because <laughs> it's up at uh, it's in my dressing room at the TV station, so I don't have access to it. Bring it next week. Yeah. I have to be able to get up there though. But yeah, oh, I'll bring right. I'll bring yeah, it yeah, in. Yeah. I'll bring it. I have a picture of it. I have a picture you of it. You should post it. I um, want to see it. And then and then I was given another I was given another jacket. I did a, a an event where they didn't want to pay you so they would just pay you in clothes, mm. right? And then <laughs> and one event you got to pick it or be at least like you get to give your opinion, but other times they don't where they want you to dress in specific things yeah. for their events. And I remember I did an event years ago. Um, and they gave me like this weird shearling long fur coat that was like turned inside out. So like the skin was on the outside and the fur was on the inside. Yeah. And then it had all these like markings and tribal things all over it and stuff. It is, it is so atrocious looking this coat, but again, it was like a $3,000 jacket and I wore it for that one event, and then it just sat in a bag in the closet, and that's where it's been for the past 13, 14 years. Wow. Yeah. Do you have more? The most expensive uh, clothing. Can I say, because the most expensive article of clothing I have was um, given to me by my husband. No, it has to be something you bought. Oh, wow. Okay, because I was going to say, he bought me the Comme de Garçon uh, polo shirt for our anniversary one year. No, but something you bought, your oh, own man. money. Okay, I have a pair of uh, English laundry boxers. And how, how much, much did you pay? Yeah. I paid fifty dollars for those boxers. That's the most expensive you. That's the most money yes. you paid on something. Paid for something? <laughs> yes. But like, but oh, my, my husband Matthew has. You've never bought anything for yourself, clothing-wise, that's over fifty dollars. No. Your jeans, probably more than fifty bucks. Is my, that because Matthew doesn't allow you to spend more than fifty bucks on clothes? I just can't justify spending so much money on clothes when I would never wear it because I would be too upset if something happened to it. Mm. Like you <laughs> your pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Here's that jacket. There's the there's the D squared jacket. Yo, that's a sick jacket. Why don't you wear it, man? Yeah. That's like an everyday wear. Yeah, but it's a it's a gray wool jacket that looks like underneath the gray wool jacket, you're wearing a leather um, biker jacket, but it's all oh, one cool. jacket. Yeah, that's dope. It's all, it's all sort of like sewn together. And then the inside is like red tartan. I'd be like wearing really, that all the time, man. Yeah, it's really, it's really cool. Uh, but I, but on, let me but, add, I was going to add go one ahead. thing. I bought my husband a nice piece of clothing okay. for him. Which was? I bought him a Ted Baker bag. Yeah. And how um, much was that? For $250. Okay. 
Now, that said, right, so I have, like, expensive things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But when it comes to buying things for myself, I don't spend a lot of money on clothes. Hmm. I don't have that thing where I need to spend a lot of money. I buy, I still buy t-shirts on Amazon yeah. where Catherine gets mad at me because they don't just don't like fit right. I and wanted, I'm like, but it's fine. It's I wanted fine. I to buy Amazon brand jeans and my husband said he would divorce me if yeah, I did. Yeah. I just thought it'd be cool to wear Amazon jeans. I just bought, you know what I just bought the other night? What? Last night, actually, I just bought it. I bought three pairs of uh, linen drawstring um, pants. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From where? From Amazon? From Am- on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. there was sixteen dollars a pair. Oh damn. Yeah, yeah. I usually wait until you know how like twice a year the bay, they do bay days. Yeah. And they have like amazing sales. Yeah. So I usually those two times a year is when I load up on clothes for the next twelve months because I go through and they have such great deals. That's when I buy. I mean, I haven't bought jeans in forever because, like, I just like all the jeans that I have now, and there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. But, like, Wait a minute. So when, when you go shopping, you buy it once for the whole year? Not all the time, but I would say, like, a lot. I, I've been trying in the past, like, actually in the past 12 months, I've been trying to minimize what I have in my closet, and I've been mm-hmm. donating, like, a ton of clothes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to go, like, very minimal, almost basic. So, so a lot of times when, when things are on sale is when I, I load up. I, I just ordered a bunch of T-shirts from H&M. I ordered nine T-shirts from H&M, five of which are the exact same shirt. Why? <laughs> Yeah, because I when are I they know, branded or anything? Or no, just plain. Just plain. Oh. When I know what I like, I just buy them uh-huh. in multiples of like my favorite jeans, my favorite black jeans. I have like seven pair yeah. of the exact same jeans. I get that though, right? Um, and that's what I wear. So getting to you, Mocha. So as far as the most expensive thing that that you have purchased, <sighs> is it like are we wrong to think that it's a pair of shoes? Yes, I have a feeling. Really, huh? Yeah, like I think the the most expensive pair of shoes I've purchased were probably a set of Jordans were like. 300 bucks maybe okay um but the most expensive was maybe a winter jacket that i bought a few years ago and it ran me like over a grand yeah. like 1200 bucks or something right 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 and that was like a few years ago and i knew it was gonna and last that happens me forever. fast too when you start buying winter coats yeah i was gonna say my winter coat but i got that as part of my insurance claim but for you, when i got hit by a car No, but you had originally purchased it though Oh, I originally purchased it, but then I got the money back from the guy's insurance. Yeah, but so you, but yeah, but yeah, you still so you paid money it. for it. You did buy it. Oh, sure, but I didn't say it because I got reimbursed. But you still, okay. So how much <laughs> did you pay for that? It was eight hundred dollars. Oh wow, you bought well, an eight hundred dollar coat only because I knew I was going to get the money back. Oh right. So what was the coat that got ruined then? How much was that? It was worth? a company jacket. It was free. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Always get the system. Rob, Rob. Yeah. Well, did you buy that jacket, the D-square jacket? Or no, was no, it given no, 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 it was given to me. Oh, okay, was, so you didn't answer what you what your item clothes is. Like the most expensive that I've that I've purchased. Um, mm-hmm. I, $16 Amazon pants. Yeah. Oh, okay, no, no, no. I, I, had a, I had a pair of custom leather pants made years ago that I probably paid like a full paycheck for. More than a full pay, more than a full wow. paycheck. Probably like two paychecks. Yeah, I I paid. Um, God, this was like this was like ninety something, ninety four or ninety five or something like that, like years ago. Yeah, and I probably paid then, like at the time, like maybe two grand. Wow. Oh, that's like four grand now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. do you still wear those leather pants? No, 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 no. I think I still have them. Yeah. But I don't know I don't know where and I what wouldn't. color is it? They're black. Oh, okay. Yeah. Black leather pants. 
Because and I just used to wear them every day. They were my everyday pants. Really? Like wow. I wouldn't even like it's not even like I'd wear them like going out to a bar or, like special occasions. Like I would wear a white undershirt and black leather pants. Yeah. That's was that was to my the outfit. Bar and to the special occasion. Yeah. And, and to, the, to the pizza shop. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, to work. Uh, somebody's christening. I would show up in <laughs> in, bla- in black leather pants and a and a white undershirt. Yeah. Uh, JT, great question. Thank you so much for listening out in Vancouver, brother. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Right Appreciate on, it. Guys. Take it easy. There's a lot of clothes I dream about owning. Like what? Alexander McQueen. Like what would you like though? Like a oh, suit or a shirt? No, or? there's a blazer, Alexander McQueen blazer I saw once when I was walking through the mall to get to the subway. Right. Oh, gorgeous. Or Christian Louboutin men's shoes. You would. I see. None of that interests me. And I there's have... a new pair of Doc Martin shoes that now, I do anything okay, for. Okay, let me ask you this though. So when it comes to that sort of showiness or that sort of flashiness or, or buying something that is extremely expensive, do you buy it for you or how much or is there a part of you that you want to give the impression that you are somebody who can afford this? Like no, how no, much it's... of it how much of it is showy? Oh, all of it. <laughs> all of it is showy. What was a shirt that you wore that time? <laughs> Where there was a time where Maury, DJ Climax, and I were at this event like two years ago, right? right. I think it was like two summers ago. And Maury, you know when Maury like talks to people, he gets like super awkward. Yeah. And he gives that weird laugh. Yeah. So Maury was like flirting with this guy yes. at this, like at, a, at an event, like a public event, right? Yeah. And everybody knows Maury's married. And Maury is flirting with this guy yeah. who I guess Maury knew from back in the day. And the and he liked the guy back then, and I don't know, maybe like talking to him now, all the feelings rush back. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and Maury's holding a glass of wine, yeah. And then he got like so nervous and awkward talking to this guy that he spilled the wine on his shirt. Oh, and it was no. like a special, like brand name shirt. And Maury was, like, oh my god, Matthew's gonna kill me. It was the shirt. <laughs> it was Burberry. But the funny thing was, it was it was a hand me down from a publicist who. Just I know Maury. Yeah, that's that that shirt. Oh, that that right. shirt it was a gift. Maury, yeah, no Maury. It wasn't a gift. Some Maury saw a guy wearing a shirt, and Maury was like, "Didn't you just say like I like that shirt? Can I have it?" No, I no. said, "Oh my god, I love your shirt," and he's like, "Do you want it?" Oh right, yeah, and then you said yes. And then he gave it to you in a bag well, at a well, hotel. Well, we, we were in the lobby of a hotel doing interviews. Like, okay, wait here. And he went up to his room and took it, took off. it off, put it in a, in a like a shopping bag, and right? Gave it and to gave me. it to. And Maury just wore it like it was no like, like it was no big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's Burberry. So, what am I supposed to do? No, that's I'm, so I'm not weird. that. Yeah, super weird. So that's the shirt that he spilled wine on. <laughs> <laughs> when he was nervously flirting with some next so guy. Weird. So weird. Were you married then, or or, or engaged? Then. No, I was married. Were you? How long have you been married for? I've been when, married wait, for. Wait, what are you asking? Like, was, was I he married, married as... when he was flirt, like flirting with the guy? No, I'm just wondering when. I've been married the... for just over four years. Really? Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Why did I only think it was two? That's super weird. Because Maury just wants to be so far not associated with being married <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> uh, Marco says here, what is the first thing you do when you get out of bed? Do you pee? Do you check your phone? First thing I do is I grab the robe. Yeah. Walk into the um, kitchen, put the coffee on, then go in and take a pee. And I have, so the, I'm assuming I've showered the night before. Sure. Right. Okay. So I go in, put the coffee on, um, go and take a pee. And then I sit there 
until the coffee beeps. And then I get up from the bathroom and I go in, I pour my coffee and then I go into the bathroom Mm -hmm. and I stay in there until I leave. What do you mean you stay in there? I stay in the bathroom until I leave. Why don't you sleep longer? But like getting like, ready and stuff oh, okay. like this. Yeah, like yeah, doing yeah. like if I gotta do my hair, like I'm doing oh, my hair. Sure. Or, like yeah, you were yeah, just yeah. sitting there waiting for like an yeah. alarm to go off. No, 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 no. I will just sit there, like I'll sit there on my phone. Like once I finish doing my hair and stuff like that, I don't leave the bathroom. I just sit oh, there, I just sit there on you my get phone. Dressed and everything? You're fully dressed. I will go down quickly, get dressed, and then go back into the bathroom until well, it's time to it leave. Be more comfortable for you to like get dressed in the bathroom and like if you have time to kill. Go, like, sit on the couch. No, I kill time in the bathroom. I don't go anywhere else in my house from the time I wake up until I leave to work. And, and I don't leave. I don't go anywhere else but the bathroom. So when you're on your phone before you have to leave the bathroom. Yes. And you're, like, you're fully dressed and everything, right? Yes. You're ready for work. Yes. Are you, like, just standing there? Are you sitting on the edge of the tub? Are you... No, I sit like, on the toilet. I pull my pants down. I sit pants on the down, toilet. sit on the toilet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get dressed. I, I go get dressed. Yeah. Fully dressed. Belt and everything. And no, then but, I, and then I will... When your pants are down and you're sitting on the toilet, are you doing something or you just take your pants down because you're sitting on the toilet? Both. A little bit of both. I take yeah. my pants down just in case I have to pee. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then if you pee, you pee. And then if I pee, I pee. And if yeah. not, then pants up. Exactly. Out the door. <laughs> yeah. And then out the door. But I only go to, I, I am only in the bathroom 100% of the time huh. in the mornings. That's it. So the first thing I do is put the coffee on, then I pee. Okay. Then realistically, I should pee first because I'm always doing the pee dance while I'm putting the coffee on. Mm. But I, I don't like to break the routine because if I pee first, then it means that's going to be an extra 45 seconds that the coffee is then going to be put on and going to be late. Right. So I have to get the coffee on before I go Why don't pee. you just sleep 10 minutes more? What do you mean? Because if you once you get dressed and you're just sitting there waiting, you could have used that time at the beginning to sleep more. No, 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 no. I have to. I have to wake up earlier. I need more time in the bathroom. Damn it, Maury. Well, I just. I'm so like. I just don't understand. Like, why you would not want to just. Yo, man, let the guy live his life. Yeah, like, that's his routine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like, so I, why does I, it bother you so much? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't be so busy. Okay? Like if we lived together, I'd knock on the door, going, "What are you doing in here?" Yeah, I know. Like, cause, yeah, because you're busy. But why would you be so nosy at that time of the morning? Because it, it, like you wouldn't know. You presumably you'd be sleeping. No, I know, but it would bother me that I'm like, "Well, what do you? You have nothing to do." It's because you have trust issues. Yeah, big time. Right? Like you would think Did that he's the in the bathroom on the cheating phone somehow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like at four thirty in the morning, Did like I'm cheating. Like I'm, I'm cheating in the bathroom that's what i do i have my lovers in there right i keep them in the wall right like i don't know like what am i gonna do i'm in the bathroom how, how much trouble can i get up to i know really did I ever tell you the time my one other ever boyfriend when we lived together in a bachelor apartment and we were in separate beds and our heads but you know, every now were- and then more pause it for that second with the two heads touching each other <laughs> all right Every now and then, it depends on what story Maury has, but every now and then, Maury either has that one other boyfriend or Maury was a huge stud. Yeah. Right? I know. Like, oh no, I've only ever had one other boyfriend. I didn't call the many suitors suitors. Okay. <laughs> so, you mean victims? Because you, were all, all right. you were always the stalker. Yeah. All right, Marie Antoinette. Okay, let's discuss. Let's so discuss suitors. When, when we lived together, we he used to have this phone, like an old style, actual, like you know, landline a phone. phone. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know the kids today; they don't have these things. Yeah, okay. Um, and it had a really, really, really long cord, so it would go so that he can go into another room and close the door. Right, so that he could be alone. I got so I had with my massive trust issues. I went out and bought a cord that was only like a foot long, so he couldn't leave. So he couldn't leave the room. You are 
You're a you're like a weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like you're you a really weird are. guy. Damn. Oh yeah. So I get up and I immediately grab my phone and go into the bathroom. Right. <laughs> I don't want to know what else happens. <laughs> and then we see him here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I get up. I go downstairs. I put on the kettle yeah. so I can boil the water, and then I. Go back upstairs into the bathroom. I get ready. Go back downstairs because I boil the water for my thermos that I bring in here for my hot water for my green tea. You don't have coffee, huh? Nope. No. Interesting. I've been cutting back on my coffee. Can yeah? I ask the complete reverse question? What is the last thing you do before going to bed? Same I thing. sit on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> scroll really? On your, sit on the toilet. Scroll on your phone. Yeah. Couple minutes. <laughs> I like to get it. I like to get in a couple minutes at the end of the day. Really? Yeah. All right, David Morey, what do you do? Does your family ever knock on the door to like ask you a question through the door? They will just walk in, like, so like or they don't slide a note under going, "Hey, we we need this." First of all, I could be on the toilet, and if Catherine is leaving, she will whip the door open, give me a kiss goodbye, and then leave. Not even <laughs> she doesn't even close the door behind her. <laughs> just <laughs> like, wide open, exposed. Just wide open, exposed. Yeah. <laughs> What's the last thing yeah. before bed? For you, Maury? Um, I my favorite thing now is I'll leave the phone in a different room, but I'll yeah. lie down and read like a couple pages of a book. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And um, far, the worst thing is now I'm reading a book that's five hundred pages and it's frustrating me because I'm never gonna end this thing. No, you can never <laughs> nobody what, can get through that many pages of a book. What uh, <laughs> what page are you on now? One hundred and sixty-eight. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good though. Yeah. And you read one one page a night? One page because then I start my mind wanders and I just uh -huh. I'd like to absorb the information. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, I'm reading a book that I've read the same version of many times. Like, it's the same information, but it's... What, do you, a, what is it? It's a, a new biography in Eddie Warhol, but it's oh, like, okay. I know all this stuff. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be boring to me. Yeah. To read the same story this, again? Yeah, just told in a slightly different way. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I could get through that. To, like, no, no, September, maybe? Yeah. You'll, you'll finish? Yeah. Or less than that? <laughs> Damn. Sometimes if I'm in the bathroom... You asked about people coming in. Sometimes if I'm in the bathroom, Roxy will like run down the hall, not knowing I'm in there. She'll whip the door open and I can see that she's really got to go pee. Yeah. And sometimes I will just stand up, pull my pants up, stay in the bathroom. She'll whip in, sit on the toilet and go, oh, it's so warm. <laughs> and then and then I'll go, you're welcome, kid. And then she'll pee and then leave. And then I will just sit back down on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All the time. Does anybody come in, you're sitting on the toilet, and they need to brush their teeth or use the uh, the other parts they're, of the they're bathroom? They're free to do whatever they would like while I'm in there. Wow. Yeah. Uh, on Saturday and Sunday mornings, okay, my routine is very much the same, only I spend probably a little bit longer in the bathroom. Really? So on Saturday and Sunday mornings, if I wake up at, say, 6, mm -hmm. right, I will come upstairs, make a coffee, and a normal sort of morning is I will walk out out of the bathroom and start my day at sometime around 7.15. Wow. I'm surprised with the amount of love you have for a bathroom that when you've done a renovation, you haven't made the bathroom A, larger, and B, put in, you know, bathroom stalls. More, what, what kind of, what, how big? What are you talking about? I can't add square footage to my house. No, but if you took some square footage from the bedroom next door. But why would I do that? Well, because you spend more time in the bathroom. 
But that's his thing. He likes yeah, it. I like a nice little tiny bathroom. And, I, and you No, know, but I'm saying he could put in like a second toilet in there if anybody else needs to use no, it. No, no. There's another bathroom. We have two bathrooms, but they still just come and pester me. No, I like this bathroom because it is tiny, right? Mm. When I run the hairdryer, it's it nice and warm in there. Yeah. Um, I like the bathroom because it the, where, the to- where you sit on the toilet, the mirror is right in front of you. So I can look at myself. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the bathroom that has a portrait of you behind the toilet? No, that's the other bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So for me, the last thing I do before bed is uh, I've been getting into uh, meditation a lot lately. Yeah. So I do a 10-minute meditation, and then that's it. I usually fall asleep. Where do you do that? And is it like, do you sit on the floor? No, I lay I'm reminded I lay the only bed. ever time I did meditation was when I was younger, and I was told by the guy that you're supposed to pull your pants down. <laughs> hands on each other's thighs. Nope, I definitely don't do that. I have my hair pods in and I'm laying down in the bed covers like right up to my neck. And most times I just fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. I most times I just fall asleep yeah. and then as soon as I wake up I just put the put the phone on the dresser. Yeah. My way sounds more fun. So So somebody told you Yes. The way to meditate was to pull your pants down. Now, when you say pull your pants down, what are you picturing, Mocha? Like taking your pants off or just pulling your pants down? <laughs> no, I, I'm picturing Maury with his pants down to his ankles. Yeah. Right? And still sitting there. Like the pants are still attached. Like, attached. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. And he's like if there was a there. fire, you could get out in time. Like you just <laughs> pull them up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then the other guy, same thing. Okay. And, and you're then facing what? each other. Facing you're facing each other. Facing each other. And my hands are on your thighs. My hands are on your thighs and your hands are on my thighs. And then what's supposed to happen? And then you close your eyes and like meditate. Yeah. <laughs> and then what you come to an hour later and you're like, wow, that was a real great session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At Kiss925 is where you will find Ask Ross and Mocha. Oh man, these questions are crazy. Feel free to ask whatever you want. We'll try to get through uh, as many as we can. Thank you for listening. This Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency.